across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative. I haven't got any live reads. I've just remembered Catherine Boyle. What do you need? Live reads. Oh, yeah. Live reads. That is um, part of the production uh, staff's um, job. Wow. Apparently, doing that is part of the job as well. Unbelievable behaviour. Unbelievable. My voice is um, is croaky, but I think it's holding up. I think... There's a buzz. I think it's going to hold up, dear listener. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can Skype Late Night Alternative, and I'm just turning the Skype on now, so you can Skype in at any point. And you know the rules, guys. We will sit here... Oh, God, it's not going to make it. We will we will sit here and we will chat utter nonsense, and you are welcome to call in about um, the uh, stuff that I'm talking about or anything else that you absolutely fancy. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, we've got a special guest this evening. I say special guest is a guest. We don't know if it's special yet. Jim, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll decide that at the end, I, I think. I start as a guest, work yes. up to special and... Then, then you bugger very, off. That's it. very special. Um, now, it's Jim Bob from Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Yeah. Or Jim Morrison, is, or J.B. Morrison. What, uh, what, where do we go with this? Um, well, I mean, my, most people call me Jim. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm sort of more Jim Bob than I am J.B. Morrison, I suppose. J.B. Morrison is, Morrison's the, is the author. Yeah. Yes. And, you've, and you are an author. Yeah. You, are, you have written books. I have, yeah. It, I, I'm trying to write a book. Turns out it's much harder than reading yeah, books, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It yeah. really is. Yeah. There's so many words you have to put put into them. It's yeah, and it's 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 not it's not as much fun as maybe it sounds in sort of. Well, it, it does sound like I'm because I'm, try, I'm trying to write a book about all the different TV shows that I've worked on and all the pilots and all these because I've done hundreds of things that most people have never seen, and I think it would be an interesting book. And I've written. I'm, I'm up to about 25,000 words, and uh, you've got to have, like, about 80,000 words for it to be a book or something. Yeah. It's just such a faff. Yeah. How do you do it? Uh, <laughs> well, I've done, I mean, because I've, I've, I wrote the Carter book first. Yeah. And so that was the first, you know, I had no intentions of writing a book until I wrote that. And then sort of carried on from there, so that's why I ended, I ended up writing four, yeah. four novels. But I would say... I wouldn't say I would say it possibly it's, it's getting harder for me Uh-oh. to do, which what? is why, or, or maybe not so much harder as, as uh, almost less enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more of a kind of more of a chore, more of a chore than it was. You know, at first it was exciting, yeah. Whereas you know now it's, which is, you know, maybe that's just the way that's the way it is for some people, I suppose. Who writers. it's just such a faff. Yeah. You, but then someone's told me that you can dictate it into your phone and the it, it, phone types it yeah i mean i've tried you. that i've tried all those yeah all those th- all those sort of gimmicky Not things happening. you know it just you just yeah whatever you know whatever where you are physically writing you just have it's, that's not the hard bit you know buying a new notebook or a <laughs> computer or, a, or an ipad or whatever that's the thing in there i've done that thing where I go, i'm going to buy myself a nice um a moleskin notebook because yeah. that'll be a nice yeah. but it's i'm going to get a nice pen i like the pens yeah. in muji and it'll just be and it's and i need to move the, the desks in the wrong place and the carpet the carpet would 
New carpet would be would be good. In fact, this house, I'm thinking, <laughs> but I, it does. I do do the things that I used to do. I, I, when I sit at a computer to try and write, I become that 14 year old who doesn't want to revise for his exams, and it is that thing yeah. of. Um, well, I'm. To, do you know what? Just before I start this, I can't start until I put all of my CDs in alphabetical order. <laughs> Once I've done that, and it just goes on and so on. That, uh, I can't remember her name. Cara, is it Cara? Cara, somebody beginning Cara, with D. Cara Delevingne. Uh, Cara, Cara Delevingne. She the, was on the telly the other day, and yes. she's, she's got a novel out, and it's it's already a best. You know, it's like eight in the yeah in the charts, whatever in the book charts. And uh, she was talking about her novel, and essentially, she what she she's now a writer, and she uh, she was describing the process, which seemed to involve going into a room yeah. and telling somebody that she had an idea for a novel, yeah, and then they wrote it. Shut up. And it's sort of and it's that kind of thing, you know. But that, I find that. Because people think, oh, yeah, I could do that. But, you know. she. Hang on a minute. She's written a book, but she just went and told someone it, and they well, wrote it for That's pretty much her. the way she described it. Wow. Know. She had an idea. You know, I mean, everyone has ideas, don't they? Well, here's the thing. Most um, autobiographies by people I like, and they tend to be pop stars and rock stars, I'll be honest, they're not written by the pop stars and rock stars. I only found this out recently, in the last yeah. couple of years. They're all ghost-written. Nobody. Right. So who wrote who wrote Goodnight Jim Bob? That was written by uh, well I can't can't reveal obviously. <laughs> Cannot reveal your <laughs> sources. JP Morrison. J- but aren't the best ones that see I I disagree. I, I in terms of uh music yeah. biographies or autobiographies, the ones that I've read that I've most enjoyed have actually been written okay. by by the you know, by the actual people. Because yeah. they seem to be a bit more at that sort of self deprecating yeah. kind of humour that you don't necessarily get from so like the reckless Eric's one. His is brilliant. Oh, I've not read that one. Is his, it good? His is brilliant. I bet that's very funny. It's the kind yeah. of thing, you know, if somebody was writing it for him, yeah. I, I think a lot of the stuff wouldn't be in there. John, yeah. o- John Otway's, his, yeah. is, his is, you know, his is good. If any of my family are listening, those are two <laughs> books that I wouldn't mind for Christmas. Have you read, no, the, the best way of doing it is hearing it. Have you heard Billy Idol's autobiography? I have. Uh, oh, man, it's, it is, it is the... <laughs> does, he, does, he do, does he read it? Yeah. He reads it. He, he reads wrote, it like that. He wrote it himself. Oh, it is the, it is, I mean, oh, his, his lack of respect for women. He talks about these, all these hideous sexual encounters, right, throughout his life. Then the last chapter is, now I've got an 18-year-old daughter, and I really love her. She's the most important thing to me. And I'm thinking, yeah, but what if, if, oh, if anybody yeah. did any of the things to your daughter that you've spent the last 25 chapters... Boasting about. Boast, oh, man, it really is an incredible... Uh, Keith Richards, I thought the Keith Richards one, I read that. Yeah. That sort of fat book. Yeah. And I don't know how. I think he's just. I can't believe he remember. He remembers no. conversations, and, that and then I said to the guy, this, yeah. But the way the way he talks about women is, I found, I found quite difficult to read. I just with, the terms he uses. I came up. away from the Keith Richards, but I mean, I'm not a big Stones fan anyway. But I came away from that thinking he was an absolute idiot because I th- he comes across as a terrible parent, you know, just letting <laughs> his kid run around in this this huge c- castle while he's off on tour. And then there's that bit right at the very end. Where he's in a limousine and a fan taps on the window with a really expensive guitar and he says, Keith, could you sign this guitar for me? And he goes, Yeah, sure, pass it in. Keith sounds a bit like Billy Idol. <laughs> Just the way you tell it, yeah. Yeah, pass it in. And the, <laughs> he's holding this guitar in the back of the limousine and he's never seen a guitar like it. So he just does up the window and drives off, stealing that bloke's guitar. Uh, That's the last bit of his book. Wow. What an absolute winker. But even he Wink, winker. paled in comparison with that guy's who's the drummer whose book you couldn't finish because it was too bad. Oh, Carmine Apiece. 
From, he's the drummer from uh, Vanilla Fudge, and he co-wrote um, um, "If You If You Think I'm Sexy" with oh, Rod Stewart. Okay. Oh, it's, it's it, it was a litany of sexual assault, and I and I <laughs> I couldn't read it. I couldn't finish it. We were going to have him on as a guest, and I said, "Can you cancel him? I don't want wow. I don't want that man anywhere near my show." Dirty man. <laughs> Oh. Rod Stewart's book's good, actually. Apparently well, it is. Well, that gets really tedious towards the end. <laughs> God, no, no offence to Rod. Why yeah. does it get tedious? Because well, at the beginning he's sort of striving for sort of any kind of success. Yeah. He's, you know, in the back of a van, all that kind of stuff. Then towards the end it's very much, you know, he's settled down now. He regrets all the terrible things he did. And he's got, you know, and it's quite a lot about his, he's got a train set. But you're not allowed, I don't think you're allowed to call it a train set. I think it's normal. But it gets very sort of. You think oh, I preferred? Yeah, I prefer the earlier rod. Um, <laughs> look, we should in, listen. There, there might be some people get this, kids, and we've got Andre and, and Alan on the phone already. So that's going to be an experience for you, Jim. Um, we should um, for the for the the. We're very popular with the under fifteen year olds, under eighteen year olds. Very very popular, and some <laughs> of those guys. Um, have been flunking um, British pop history, particularly late 80s, early 90s. They've not been going to their classes. So we should say, um, explain that you um, uh, were half of uh, Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine, Carter USM, yeah. as it, w- when you became a bit more radio-friendly. Um, and uh, uh, and you guys, for what, how, six, six, seven years, you guys were huge. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, probably less time than that. Okay. It happened in a very sort of... So, you know, we, we sort of formed in 1987. Right. It? And it, I think it sort of started to kick off around 88, 89. Yeah. And then, so the first two, so probably four years. The first, But it was those first, it was that sort of 90 to 93, Yeah, maybe, where we were, you know. Um, now, I've got a question for you, and I've got this from your book. Where did you get the name from? <laughs> 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 well, it's, it, it's a constant gag in the book that being tired of asking where people where you I got bet. the name from. It's it's. I used to do a breakfast TV show called Rise, and the producer would always say, "We've got a band on. Why don't you ask them where they got their name from?" I go, "Jesus Christ, no." We asked that we had the lost, Pro- lost profits on, and we asked them where they got their name from, and they were a Christian rock band until. Well, we all know oh. until they went that way, until one of them went that way. Um, and you got, but you got, uh, Carter was big. Carter, because I, I was, um, uh, would have been around 15, 16, 16 when you were kind of, kind of breaking, breaking. And, um, uh, you were always being played in our sixth form common room, you know, and yeah. you, you, um, had actual, proper, big hits. You yeah. did the pops and stuff, yeah. didn't you? I mean, what, the, the, I think the two facts that I tell, if I tell young, yeah. young people, <laughs> that I need to convince <laughs> them that, uh, uh that we were, you know, that I that I was a pop, no, that I am a pop star because you, you always are. Once, thank you. Once, you know, you never leave. Right, you. Correction <laughs> accepted. Yes, thank that you. We had a number one album, and we headlined Glastonbury, and that's the one that always gets yeah. me because no way, because they think you know that's that's uh, who headlines Glastonbury. That's the Rolling Stones, yeah. You two and Beyonce, yeah. It? So you know that's. And uh, for a couple of years, only, uh, second only to REM in the NME best bands poll yeah i've not heard of not heard of them but (laughs) what happened to those losers huh here's the thing me and kath were both a little bit scared of meeting you okay because (laughs) and this and and i'll I'll say this quite happily because carter and having read the book i kind of know that's not what you like but you you guys did look um you look terrifying and there was that (laughs) real there was a real kind of intense there was okay there was um 
a dash of danger with just a hint of insanity about both of you. Yeah. That was great and was exciting. I never forget, I don't know if, you, you, you must have come across cardiacs at various points in yeah, your time. Yeah. And, um, I was always, te- my f- I had a friend who was a huge Cardiacs fan, and I was terrified because they just looked so f- menacing. And of course you get to meet them, and Tim Smith and, and, and John Paul, and they're just very quiet, softly spoken, you know, gentlemen who just like having a beer and, and sitting there quietly. Um, and I, I kind of get the impression that's the, s- the same with you. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, around, uh, certainly, if, I think we were just very sort of sure of ourselves in terms of, we thought we, you know, we, we genuinely thought we were great. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Not just in a sort of way that people, you know, we gen- I think we sort of believed that that we were we were the best or whatever, uh, and we didn't like we didn't sort of like to compromise. Yeah. So I mean, that's you know that smash hits thing that that kind of happened because of because of compromise. You know, this was think- this was when when um, fruit bat. Um, yeah. uh, uh, tried to murder Philip Schofield <laughs> live on stage <laughs> and on television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great clip. Yeah. <laughs> I, most people must have seen it. I'd missed it until I read about it in your book. Yeah. Um, and it was, <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I've met Philip. He's a lovely guy. I would never, you know, wish a, an assault on anyone. But it was, um. He was being a bit sarky. He was, he was taking the piss, wasn't he? He was a little, he was being rude and there was no need for that. But that, but again, I kind of, slightly missed the fact that you've done things like smash hits poll winners party you know to, to yeah. uh, thirteen thousand screaming 12 year old girls yeah i mean i think yeah i mean obviously we didn't do anything after that that was kind of mm. i mean in in terms of career so was, that think, was a bad move yeah because we were because we were effectively banned from we were from live tele- from any kind of live television. <laughs> but and why did he do it? It was because it was it because you've been miming and you, we you were, got annoyed. It was uh, um, it's. I mean, I mean, first of all, it was. Do you want the Do you want the four? Let's have it. The four. Let's <laughs> the four, have it. Tell your story. And so it was in this. I can't even remember what the place was called. But it's like one of those big sort of now. Now it's probably the Docklands Arena or yeah, something like that. The Enormo Dome. It was, and there were all the you know all the everyone that was on. It was the ones I remember. Was, it was New Kids on the Block and Danny Minogue and Mark, Mark, Marky Mark. Well, Marky was Mark was there. Yeah. Now he's a film star, isn't he? And uh, all those kind of those kind of people colour me bad. Oh wow! All that, yeah, all, yeah. It's all that kind of thing, yeah. and, and us and the farm. I remember that, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they just put everybody in the same, this big, massive sort of room. Like, didn't have it wouldn't work now because all those people would say no. We want our own. Oh, so you get all in like a holding yeah, pen in a kind of massive green room thing. Oh, wow. So Danny Minogue's over here doing her dance routine, you know, warm, warming up her dance in front of everybody else. Incredible. So, and then it got, we just sort of we were there all day from early in the morning, and. Uh, Got bored and, and the farm that that went to the. Do you remember the farm? Of course, I remember the farm altogether uh, now. Yeah, um, groo- uh, groovy train. Just in case people think I'm talking about a, fa- a farm. <laughs> Not a farm. The 90s <laughs> pop scene was weird. There was this act <laughs> they used to take animals around with them, and it was it was incredible. So basically, they went to the off license and brought back a shopping trolley, <laughs> a shopping trolley full of. Oh, good booze. for them. So that's what happened. So then we got yeah. very, incredibly drunk, and then went on and did our thing. And what they what what we'd been assured was that. Because we were a bit uncomfortable miming on, I think I was singing, but we were essentially miming. Uh, you know, maybe felt uncomfortable miming on kids' television. Yeah, what we were sort of doing, and uh, they said that what they wouldn't do is they wouldn't fade it down to make it look obvious. Okay, that we, yeah. And then so it got to the end, and they just sort of just pulled it down really, really sort of obviously, and that's when like uh, Les Fruitbat sort of lost it and started kicking things over. 
which led to Philip Schofield doing his, you know... Oh, oh, oh Philip Schofield comes on all hoity-toity. Oh, that's, that's the most original thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen a rock band doing that before. <laughs> and then... And then, and then, yeah, then Les came back on and... So I didn't see any of this. I only saw it, you know, the next day on, uh, on a video. I think. Yeah. Uh, it then came back on and uh, pe- people like to say rugby tackled, but I think you... You wouldn't get away with that on a run. <laughs> <laughs> sort, sort of, yeah, ab- above the above the waist. Yeah, knocked him to the floor, and yeah, and and sort of nobody really knew what, what to do. No. And he, he sort of carried on, didn't he? With well, is that it's, it's always a wonderful moment, and, and it doesn't happen in live TV now because you don't get live TV when the camera cuts to the audience yeah. for a, for a period, you know, longer than ten ter- seconds. They look terrified, yeah. didn't yeah. they? <laughs> these, these little girls, like, why is that what's going on? Yeah. It was wonderful, though. <laughs> yeah, and then and then they sort of told people told me that I we had to leave, mm. and I had to leave because we we were going to be arrested for GBH and possible murder of a child for <laughs> for throwing things at children. I it was ridiculous. And then I sort of went. I think I got home. So and I thought that was the end of the band, basically. Yeah. And meanwhile, Fruitbat had gone uh, at the end of the show. He tried to get back on stage for the. For the sort of sing along, sing along, yeah, he, yeah. he thought he'd be allowed to do that. Wow! And then he went back to a hotel. I was told all this afterwards, so I wasn't there. Back to a hotel, uh, and was give. He had a load of our CD. It was the CDs quite new. Yeah. And, and now this would probably be racist, but he was trying to give them all, give them all away to a group of Japanese businessmen because they supposedly invented them <laughs> and destroyed the music. So it was that kind of, yeah, it was absolutely. And then I didn't know it was only the next day that I saw him and yeah. and uh yeah, and then I found sort of saw the funny side of it. Oh, good. And then it was on the front page of all the papers. So. I love it. Um O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Andre and Alan will come to you in a second. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. We've got Jim Bob from um, Carter USM, Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. And um, it, was, it was so funny getting the lift up with you um jim because i was saying i last time i saw you it must have been 80 no, i suppose 89 i'm gonna hazard a guess at the the old trout in windsor which was a really tiny little venue it was round the back of a pub and of course now it's a, it's a gastro pub and it's a, it's a restaurant and all of this stuff um and it was it's where we used to go there was a pub in slough we used to go to called the wheat sheaf where you'd see local bands and then if we wanted to see like, you know, kind of big, slightly bigger, bigger bands, we'd go to the, um, to the old trout. And I saw you, I saw the rocking birds, I saw that petrol emotion, I saw the pixies. Um, and it was, it, you, you're saying that a lot of people kind of mention this venue. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Just, yeah. There, there, there must be a reason or, or, or unless it's just for some reason it's a memorable venue. And I meet a mm. lot of people who, who say, oh yeah, I saw you at Windsor Old Trout. Yeah. It was a great. Yeah. It was a great room. It was a great room, and of course they've turned it into. I think it's called a Browns restaurant. Imagine going. We're going to go and eat at Browns. Still better than Byron Burger there, huh? At least wow. at least they would have got food. We sat for nearly an hour in Byron Burgers, wow. and I said to the waiter, "Our food isn't coming, is it? We're going." And we got up and walked out. Still, here's the thing: we did get 
um, we did get a milkshake with a cheesecake in it for free. Cause we, and you got a glass of wine. Yeah, exactly. So and we didn't even have to run. We didn't even have to do a runner. Um, let's let's try these guys, Jim, and let's see where we get to. Good evening, Alan. Good evening, good evening, Kevin, Jimbo. Hello. Jimbo. Jimbo now, is it? Jimbo, Jimbo's good. <laughs> put, put a B at the end of that and you've got Jim Bob, and that's the name of our guest. I remember watching you on What's Up Dark. <laughs> well, hey, yes. <laughs> you know, I remember that. He's got, Alan has got a, a photographic memory. What, what, what were they doing on What's Up Doc, Alan? They were promoting their single in 1993. It was the first of the second series. <laughs> uh, was, was, that, was that the one with Frank Sidebottom on? No. Yeah, it was the one with Balgit, the ball of hair. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Balgit, the ball of hair. That's an act, is it? I couldn't do that nowadays, guys. <laughs> do- Frank Sidebottom was number 73. Oh, was it? Uh, uh, did, maybe you did another one as well. I mean, we, def- was, we definitely went on something with Frank Sidebottom. Did you I really? I lo- we love Frank. Big fans of Frank. Um, what, does it hold happy memories for you, Alan? Yeah, it does. Because it was the first time I ever saw Carter on television. And it made me want to buy their album. Uh, well, it made you want to, but did you? <laughs> yes, I did. Fantastic. Well, well my you- brother had it. Well, your and brother's he scratched a, it. Did, he scratched it. <laughs> He's talking about a record, there, guys. Well, Alan, oh. maybe maybe you could sing um, a Carter song. Oh, it's been a while. I have to download it and refresh my memory. Okay, well, you go and download it and refresh your memory. Maybe give us a call back before eleven. I'll try. Thanks very much indeed. There we go. You see? Wow. Uh, let's let's see how we get with this. Good evening, Andre. Hi, hi, Chris. Oh, oh, Ian, sorry. Yes, Andre. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I so promise I you these are real better. people. Yes? Oh, I've, got some, I've got a song coming on, actually. Have you? It might not be relevant, though. Can I sing it? Well, anyway? well please do. Oh, uh, no, I haven't got my backing band with me, so you've got to bear with me, yeah? Okay, okay Andre. Or karaoke machine or no music. Okay, yes. Oh, that shark has pretty teeth, dear, and he shows them pearly white. When that shark bites. Thanks very much for calling. Uh, these, those are the, here's the thing, Jim. Those are real people. This isn't like Steve Wright's Mr. Angry. Those are actual people that have they, they have the vote. They live amongst us. I do have Alan calls us back before eleven o'clock. You know he will. He's practicing now. I know. I know he will. I know he will. Um, look, I will talk more about cards. But what are you up to now? What are you doing now? Because I noticed that you've you, online that you've been doing some live shows. Yeah, I, I do a very sort of sporadic <laughs> it's the live shows yeah so i sort of do you know probably will have done about six this year wow in to- <laughs> busy guy yeah. busy guy spread out over <laughs> a long period so i'm doing i'm playing uh shine shine weekend i don't know if you know which pretty much every happy mondays okay uh i'm going to attempt to name everybody but i, I won't succeed yeah. uh from the 90s mainly um, at Butlins. Okay. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah is, those are supposed to be good, those things. Apparently, yeah. Um, you know, which is obviously something I would never have dreamt that I yeah. would have played at Butlins. Well, it's, it's, it, it's strange, isn't it, that, that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of nostalgia. When I was growing up in the 80s, I was really into 60s bands, and people were laughing at all these 60s bands, and the monkeys, and whatever, get coming back and doing tours and stuff, but pop music is cyclical and it seems to be like coming in 20 years 20 year waves and so you go back 20 25 years ago and and that stuff becomes popular again doesn't yeah. it but by the people that were originally there buying it and then also by their kids to a certain extent yeah and a lot of people uh you know come back bigger than bigger than they were yeah Just certainly in a light in a live sort of yeah in a live sort of situation you know if you think of someone like the stone roses yeah who are like massive and obviously they were big 
but they could never, you know, they never played the size venues. No. You know, that, that, that they could sort of play now all over the world. Well, they, were, they weren't the greatest live band. I, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were, they were famously, I mean, Ian Brown's vocals famously were a little bit um, all over the shop. But when was the, la- when was the last time you did a, a, a gig as Carter or did something the, with, the, with um, Les? Well, because we, we, we got back together in, uh, wherever it was. I, I, I can't remember the Mem- Memorable times. Yeah, memorable was, times. Yeah, it had a seven in it, so I'm <laughs> going to say it was 2007 or something, you know. And we came back together and we did, we were just going to do one, like a one-off gig. Yeah. Uh, and we ended up doing two, and then we did two the year after, and right. then I think we skipped a year, you know, like Glastonbury, and then did another two the year, and we so we, we we were kind of doing a regular two gigs almost every year. Yeah. And there, but, but you know, sort of Brixton Academy, and you know, so big, big, big gigs, gigs and yeah. selling them out without any kind of uh, publicity. Really. Yeah. And then, um, and then in t- you know, two thousand and forgotten again see 2014 i think was the last time we did it and we sort of announced in in a quite in a big big way that we were uh would never do it again wow that, that's kind of it so since then we haven't done it so and i've but never I, do it again jim no never but, but the thing is i felt you know I'm, so i'm doing so i'm playing on the uh shepherd's bush empire yes yeah. like next march and it's i think there are only 70 tickets left wow and that's me on my own which is wow so it's and that's like that's unheard of for me to play anywhere. Why would you want to split the money with anybody? Absolutely. So yeah. that, that's you start to think, you know, oh, this is hanging on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and it's just me, so we don't need because we always spend so much money on yeah on lights and all that kind of stuff. Well, I don't know if you're aware of the comedian Limmy, the Scottish comedian. I, yes, yes. I love Limmy, um, but famously he, he did a, he did a couple of live shows, including two at Hammersmith Odeon. Um, and then on Twitter, like a few months later, someone said, you must be loaded after those shows. He said, no, I just got the bill in five grand for lights. And he he ate up all of his money. (laughs) He spent all of his money on lights. So don't go for lights. Yeah. But you know, it's once you've, once you've sort of got that reputation. Yeah. You know, so yeah, Limmy Carter. They're, they're the two <laughs> Pink Floyd. They're, they're the big light. The thing I loved, the thing I loved about Carter is um, that you just look so different. And partly because for the for the most part of your career, I know it changed towards towards the end of the, the first incarnation. It's just two blokes. It's just two blokes, and yeah. it was it's at a time. Um, but you were, you know, you were still considered a band. Now you have got boy bands, of course, and 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 stuff. And there's there's tapes and everything going on. But um, it seemed quite unusual to have a serious in inverted commas, you know, group. But it was just two people playing to tapes. Yeah. Where, where did that idea come I mean, from? Uh, I think when we were, in, we were in a band, like, immediately before we started, like, you know, two weeks before we did the first car gig, we were, yeah. we were already in a band. Um, Jamie Winslow, had, which were, like, a five... five I'm going to say five. Say five. five. I'm not very good with numbers, <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing. Like, basically N- a band. Numbers seem <laughs> to have slipped your mind. <laughs> a proper band, basically. And, um... And then we we sort of had this gig that we, we, we that we were going to do basically yeah. at the Astoria, like su- supporting Mendicant Hang. Wow! Um, but as Carter, uh, but we didn't have a band, so we we just we we sort of went and we just thought let's just do what uh, like Fruitbat was really into uh, LL Cool J, yeah. Public Enemy, and I'm not suggesting for one minute that that we're you know that we're sort of anything like that, like them, but, yeah. but but sort of taking that idea and you know and the Beastie Boys, I suppose, yeah, and, and sort of. Just you know, adding guitars maybe and doing it in a very sort of uh, 
Yeah, so, a, so that's that's that's. It's a that's bit talking heads as well. You know the start of um, Stop Making Sense, yeah. the, the concert film, which I I think is a little bit too long, guys. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Talking Heads, but that film film goes on where he just walks out with a tape recorder yeah. and, and just presses play, and, and then there's a yeah. beat and stuff. Going I, on. Yeah, in in recent years, because I thought I've thought of copying that yeah. as an idea, and I, it doesn't sound like that. So I don't know how. Mm. I'm a bit suspicious. You well, know, the whole the ghetto blast with the microphone thing—that can't work. You'd have to have a, a, yeah. a, a, a line out. Yeah, you need <laughs> a line out. I think, I think. But also, that whole film is not real because it's all edited and moved around, and it's kind of put yeah. together in different. It's like all live, you know. Like, I don't want to spoil it for everybody. Do it, but you know, like live albums. Yep. You, you listen to live albums for years. Yeah, oh, this is the best line ever, and then you realise that. You know, it's some, not. Some of t- oh yeah, half they re-recorded half of it. We were talking about this the <laughs> other night. I said, I, I want someone to write a book on it because all live albums are fake. Yeah. You know, there's very. I, in fact, I can't think of any. Even the one that I thought was real, the Beach Boys live in concert, 1964 or 65, 64, and I thought, well, that one's real. And then I read that no, they just recorded it all in a studio and dubbed over screaming from a, from another band's concert. What about the Carpenters live at the Palladium? Don't tell me that one's a fake. They would have sweetened it. Damn it. They would have sweetened it. I'm afraid they're all fake. Kiss alive, all recorded in the studio. But wow. Yeah. Sorry, I know you're a big Kiss fan. Well, well, I've just <laughs> so not even. Like, That's not the worst news I can give you about Kiss. I, I've heard some of that news. <laughs> I've got worse. So none of it's... So it's always done in a studio? Well, um, so, or they, are you I talking th- about dubbing audience? Yeah, I think they start as... They start as a lot... Like, it's not... Obviously not all of them, is it? No, but well, I've heard a, a lot 85% of, percent of <laughs> they, them. They record the whole thing. <laughs> it's probably different now because, you know, yeah. technology. But they record the whole thing and then they realise that, oh, that guitar's wow. massively out of tune, isn't it? Or... Or, you know, yeah. or whatever. So let's just replace that, and then they, maybe they think... Well, that bass Actually, doesn't quite the, fit uh, in now with the guitar, so let me go in and do the... Drums are a bit out of time. Yeah. <laughs> and all, always vocal harmonies. Always. Because you listen to these live... The, the best one is um, uh, the, the Paul McCartney triple album, Live <laughs> Wings Over America. And it just sounds incredible. And then you read, yeah, because they went into a studio and they did it all again. You can hear... At one point, you can hear two Paul McCartneys singing. <laughs> That's outrageous. That is outrageous. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got Jim Bob, um, uh, formerly of Carter, USM Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Also, he's um, an author. Um, that means he's done books, like proper books. Not an author is, mate. Um, okay, well, just just clarifying, Catherine, in case there was any confusion that maybe you thought I didn't know what an author was. Um, and <laughs> you've done solo albums as well. You very kindly you sent me a Jim Bob um, care package, yeah, which I've... was gratefully received. I'm going to have a guess at a number here. I think I've done nine solo albums. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe a word you're saying, to be honest. When you go, we're going to get someone to fact-check, to e- check every <laughs> single thing you've said, and we'll be emailing you our response. Nine albums. I think so, yeah. Around about that. How and, it, and it's and it's you. It's just you. The ones um, you sent me. It's you and a guy on a piano. That 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 one was kind of yeah. That was that that one was like some car songs and some solo yeah. songs redone. Right with uh, Christy T, who's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Oh, it sounds incredible. Yeah. yeah. It sounds it, wonderful. Just me. It did, you know, did it sort of quite quickly. Did it in a day. You know, 
Uh, Taking pride over your work, which I'm, yeah. we're, gl- we're glad to see, <laughs> to, to like have, we do. To, I can't be bothered spending <laughs> all that time in it's, you know television stuff on telly. Yeah, it? of course. You know, well, you saw us watching The Apprentice as prep for <laughs> tonight. He comes in and we, we've got The Apprentice blaring out loudly. Oh, this is prep for the show. We'll be we'll be talking about this after eleven. Don't you worry, Jim. And uh, the one before the album before that was yeah. with an orchestra. So that's the sort of opposite end of the. Uh, now that is orchestras are quite expensive. Yeah, this this was a kind of uh, cheap. It was an orchestra. <laughs> it was an orchestra that I'd sort of befriended. Oh, okay. And they were kind of so they were they were they're a sort of uh, the Mystery Facts Machine Orchestra. They're called. I don't know that name. No, no. Um, and they sort of. Did, I met them on the comedy circuit. Actually, yeah. Sort of uh, doing the uh, you know Robin Ince, don't you? Yeah, do, of course, you know Robin. Do, yes, doing yes. the Robin Ince. Um, uh, Christmas shows. That yeah, they, they used to do. And I used to. I I did some of those. Ah. So I kind of fell in with that crowd yeah which sort of introduced me to uh, martin white who who's who was the mystery facts machine or oh, fantastic uh, and i ended up being in his musical in uh wow. edinburgh so i was in a musical as well they yeah this guy's an, an an auteur no that's luke haynes luke haynes was in the auteurs i'm getting confused um so what so are you, are you so nine albums are you, are you how does it work now doing albums because it's all everything is homebrew these days isn't yeah it? i mean that the, I mean, the, so the one I did, the uh, the piano one was quite simple. It's yeah. in the studio. And the one with the orchestra was kind of complicated in sort of three different studios and putting it all together. Yeah. But before that, uh, a couple before that I did it in studios, and then I'm going back now, thinking about So the first sort of four or five I did at home mm. in, in my bedroom. But uh, I kind of, but I, li- I always lied on the, on the record, on the sleeves about you know and invented musicians and stuff because it oh really because i found i was getting i mean i wasn't getting a lot of reviews but most of them were bad and a lot of the time they would sort of i'd be criticized for you know the, oh, the terrible sounding fake drums that kind of thing oh really? and, then, and then when i when i sort of gave everybody a name i actually i actually did get a review saying that it you know what an improvement it was to have like a real <laughs> musician <laughs> all, all i'd done was name name the sort oh, of drum machine our, our reviewers are assholes, <laughs> basically. <laughs> were you? Did the reviewers like you? Uh, the, you know, back in the day in the, the nineteen ninety one, uh, you were quite popular with those guys, yeah, weren't we, you? We were. For, uh, was some of them? Yeah, you know, with sort of a, a group of. I, I'd say we were. You know, I, we were kind of loved and hated by right. by reviews. So there were there were because it was mainly you know it was the enemy and Melody yeah. and wasn't it? And there were uh, there were some journalists who who really liked us. But there were some others who absolutely hated us. Yeah, you know, seriously hated us, uh, and they tended to sort of come to the fore later on. Yeah. You know, as oh, but that's the nature of of Britain and pop and and TV stars is we love you, we love we we love you. Now get lost, yeah. we hate you, and it, it it can turn like that. Yeah, can't it? But yeah, especially the you know with the N- the enemy because mm. we you know we're on the front cover. You know, quite a lot. For, yeah. For a period of time, they kept they put us on the front cover. It got to the point where we complained. You know, don't put us on the front cover because it was you know oversaturation or something. Yeah. But then, sort of, you know, I remember in more recent years, not now, you know, but they would uh, kind of <clears> pretend <throat> those covers didn't exist. Sort of thing. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh right. White, but, white, yeah. wash you out of history. Yeah. But you know, you know. Where's the enemy now? It's I know. Given out free it's on given, the given underground. Bridge, so, yeah. so deal with that, guys. Um. You would in in the book. I've I've not finished the book, but I love it. It's such a good book. Good night, Jim Bob, which is out of print. Is it? Is it going to come back into print? Uh, I'd like to think so. That's down to uh, Cherry Red Books to 
Come on, Cherry Red. Do that. Pull your finger. <laughs> I like Cherry Red. They're, they're brilliant label. Oh, amazing. Great yeah. stuff. Pull your finger out, guys. I'm gonna. I'll tweet them. I'm gonna tweet them. Yeah, do that'll yeah. make it. That's, happen, that's what. That's what they need. That'll make it happen. Um, you talk about playing a really big. It was it Belgrade. Or, um, Yugoslavia. Uh, Zagreb, maybe. Zagreb. Yeah. Well, you, you you play like a huge. Yeah, it was a weird time. It sounds like a weird time, yeah. man. Because I'd say it was when we were on. I would say we were on the, on the downward, spiral. Yeah, let's call it a spiral, uh, <laughs> or of a slide. Uh, it, in sort of you know in the, in this country, but uh, we we went to uh, I don't know how it happened. We went to, we went to Zagreb and we we did a kind of big gig there. I think it was about six thousand people. Yeah. But it was uh, it was kind of just in the the war. You know the sort of Yugoslavia war thing was was sort of off and on at the time. Yeah. So um, I don't think you know there weren't many bands didn't go there basically. So I mean bands did obviously, but not not so many. So uh, and we well, apparently we had like two number one singles there, and because they were just based on radio play, I think not on sale. And you chose not that. to play those two number one singles. We obviously didn't play those. Well yeah. done. <laughs> A way <laughs> to annoy your audience. <laughs> we did. Is that in the book? It's in we the did, book. Yeah. We did definitely. Yeah, that upset. Yeah, but it was just that arriving there and on the plane, you know, the the. the uh, Captain on the plane, sort of welcoming, welcoming us. Welcome, I can't say yeah, that. It was like, like the, it was yeah, like the Beatles bizarre. arriving at JFK yeah. for the and, first and, time, and they had the sort of whatever the equivalent of the FA Cup final there with the uh, ball boys wearing Carter shirts. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Sort of, and then they and then they took us to a they took us to a castle for a kind of six course meal, and then go karting, just all go karting, all these things, <laughs> and, a, and a stretch limo, which sort of made us feel bad because you know. When you're driving through a yeah. sort of recent war zone, you know, <laughs> you can feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that was yeah, that was, that was like an amazing time. But. Do you look back and just think, "Geez, I cannot believe some of the because you, you, I mean, you talk about the, you know touring the states and all of this stuff. Do you just think I cannot believe that happened to me? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have been in bands yeah. say this sort of thing. But I wished, I wish I'd sort of. I wish I'd enjoyed it more, or I wish I'd sort of, uh, I wish I'd gone out more. Yeah. You know, because, you know, because tra- you know, it's a cliche, isn't it? But, you know, you sort of travel the world and don't really see any yeah. of it. And that that was very much the case. How, you've got, have you got kids? I've got a, a daughter, yeah. How? She's, she's uh, 31. So. 31, okay. But so at the time. She, yeah, she was. She was, what, what did she think of dad being a pop star? So, uh, I think she was. I think it was, it was obviously it was normal to. Her, yeah. She, she didn't. Uh, she didn't like the uh, autograph sort of situation. If she was, if she was went to a gig. Yeah. And like people sort of were asking for my autograph. She she didn't like that sort of wound her up as I was being attacked or something. And she definitely didn't like them asking her. Yeah. So you know. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Um, I, I, I love it. We're talking a bit more about what you're up to at the moment, and we'll, we'll, if you've got anything you want to plug, if you want to sell it, Jim, these okay. suckers listening to this, they have got very, very uh, uh, deep pockets. Does that mean you're rich, or does that mean you're stingy? Rich. They've got deep pockets, this lot, so we'll, we'll sell them loads of stuff, and we're going to tweet Cherry Red. 03444991000, this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. I'm composing, uh, Jim, we've got Jim Bob, uh, formerly from Carter USM, um, and by the way, thank you, loads and loads of people, we, every now and then, Jim, we do this thing where we kind of, what's great about this show is we only get people on that we like, and so it generally involves 
me and Kath going through our record collections going, hey, well, why don't we ask John Sebastian from The Loving Spoonful on? He comes on. The other week, we had Bloomin' Herb Alpert, the yeah. Tijuana Brass guy. We did this wonderful interview with him on the phone, obviously. He's in, he's in L.A. And it was a real nightmare to sort out because his PR woman was um, well, I hard thought, work. Yeah. Hard work. I, I think she was forgetful, but she did it in a very bossy manner. <laughs> Asking the same question over and over again made me feel quite told off. But he was so wonderful, and at the end he got his trumpet out, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He got his, at the end we finished, and he said, by the way, Ian, before you go, here, have a listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I if he, he played, um, um, uh, Tijuana Taxi. Oh, yes, no, he did. He didn't, Tijuana Taxi, and then he played the theme tune to Casino Royale. So what we're getting round to, Jim, is have you brought a trumpet with <laughs> you, <laughs> and will you be playing a, a song on your trumpet? I think I've left it on the tune. Man alive, man alive. Do you miss playing the trumpet? trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's only been an hour since you last (laughs) saw it. Do you miss being a pop star? But you know, you know, and and I know that once you're a pop star, it's it's in there forever. But do you miss that thing of going out in front of thousands of people, uh, screaming people, and and, uh, do you miss that side of it? Um, I don't really know. You can. Not necessarily, because no. I, I get a little sort of taste of that every now and again. Yeah. By, by, you know, uh, especially playing these kind of things where they're playing sort of an all-day thing with lots of bands from that period. You get so you get a bigger audience. Yeah, and they all know the songs and they sing along, and that's so that gives me a you know it sort of reminds me what it was like. Yeah, but without all the other sort of unpleasant stuff. What was the the unpleasant stuff? The business side of it. Yeah, and you know having to uh, yeah and just yes. The business side <laughs> of it, I think. I haven't got to it in the book yet, so, you know, spoiler alerts, I guess. When did you two decide, you and Les, Fruitback, decide, you know what, this ain't this this ain't working anymore, let's call it a day? Um, it was... I mean, by that point, we were, because, you know, we were, as you said, like two of us, by that point, there were, there were six of us. Yeah. So uh, it may have been seven. <laughs> there were there were actually a lot of us. So um, and we were we were in tour, we were sort of playing smaller and smaller venues basically. Yeah. And uh, which is something we always said we wouldn't do. We wouldn't like. We would never. You know. We would always be striving upwards. Yeah. Than, uh, and you know, we sort of we, we owed a lot of money in tax. That was one. T- that oh, was, really? That was one thing well, towards then. the end. So we had to do. We had, Ended up doing a lot of university balls and stuff like that. Yes. Which, uh, which were easily the worst gigs I've ever done in my life. You know, absolutely hated them. No one listen. No one's there to listen to you. No, it's, it's just, it's just, they're not there to see you. It's just a coincidence that you're the band yeah, that's been booked. Yeah, absolutely horrible. The worst one we did was, was for uh, trainee judges. <sighs> they were at the Inns of Court. Ball. Oh, God. Um, uh, just, yeah, just doing, so we were doing things like that, so that wasn't enjoyable. And I think we were going to maybe give up but then we were sort of offered this by the new record label in america doing it doing an american tour yeah so we thought oh, we'd do that and it was just just rubbish basically and really so sort of quite early on in that i decided i didn't want to do it anymore so it was just plucking up the courage and was it was is it like splitting up with a girlfriend where you you know it's not working and there's no future but you kind of got to say i don't think we're meant for each other was uh, is it like that was it tough do you know i've never done that have you not? So I don't know. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing. Actually, neither have I. I would always, um, I'll confess this, I would always behave like an ass, <gasps> so that she would dump me. Well, anyway. I've been I've been in the same relationship since 
1979 or something. 1979. What you're displaying is you're a much better human being than me, and I, I retract <laughs> that confession I just made. What, what an absolute pig of a man. So, I yeah, am. I mean, I've tried to, 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 get, to, <laughs> oh, to no, get rid that, of me. That's, that's, lovely. Lovely. that's not sad. That's absolutely <laughs> beautiful. What no, it's sad that I can remember the amount of years as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just another example of that. So, so okay, so how, how did you broach it with Leslie? How did was, you? Well, I think he kind of was thinking the same thing. Yeah. So I, and I sort of talked. So we went for a coffee somewhere in some uh, little town in America, uh, and um, and I told him, and that was, and then it was it was telling everybody else because we had to tell, you know, we now had to tell another four people. Yeah. And then we had to tell a manager, and then the record, like we just signed a new record deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to tell them. That was felt quite bad mm. about that, uh, and it was, you know. Um, it's just oh yeah so that was the hardest bit because i'm not very good at that no kind of thing telling you know and then when you went home i'm always fascinated by bands um <clears throat> um that period building up to the end and that period immediately after the end when they've had the yeah. adulation you know I'm, I'm big fans of the monkeys and the beach boys and, and, and all of those kind of things when there's that adulation and then it stops that that when you went home after that tour and put your suitcases down and, and yeah. realized that that was it yeah did, what did that I think feel like after because we did one more gig we had a guilt we played Guildfest. yeah that was that was the final gig and then we told everyone after that yeah but after telling everyone or after deciding for, for definite that that it was it was brilliant you know it's like for me personally like liberating really? liberating because it was like a it was like you know leave leaving i don't know leaving a job that you absolutely yeah. hated yeah but you that you were too scared to leave for, yeah. for, for whatever financial reasons or something. and then so yeah i just remember thinking yeah it was it was nice and how do you feel about the fact that Carter was that long ago, and obviously you've had the the, the reunions, I guess, uh, but the fact that, w I mean, because I know that some musicians get, w some musicians would not be happy spending about 45 minutes talking about something that happened 25, 30 years ago. It, I mean, how are you I'm I'm with fine it? with it, and, and because, uh, sort of, caught, you know, about halfway through my, let's call it, solo career, mm. I, um, I started playing, uh, started playing Carter songs yeah. as part of my set so I was sort of mixing it up with some solo songs some Carter songs and now I'm playing more Carter songs than I, than, than I ever did before yeah. and with these gigs so like when I play Shine at the weekend at Butlins um, I'll be playing just Carter songs yeah. so I'll be playing an hour of Carter songs so I'm so, I'm, so that you know be sort of silly for me to say yeah. oh I don't want anything to do with that and, yeah. and then go and play an hour of car song. <laughs> so I'm so so I'm fine with it, you know. And also it's more anecdotally it's more interesting than talking about writing a book. Well it is say well maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know. And it, you are welcome back anytime you want to come in, Jim. And we, we if you want to do a whole hour where we don't even mention the C word, uh, uh we we will happily do that. If you want to talk about other no, nonsense. No, I don't no, I don't at all. But uh, I'm just saying it's you know that's why I'm happy to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a more interesting part of my life. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> in terms of chat. <laughs> <laughs> you, but honestly, you're welcome anytime. Quickly, how big did you get in the States? Because I know you did lots of tours with, with some big bands. Did you get, yeah. did you have a, a, ever have a hit over there? We, we, no, we didn't. We, we were, we were kind of, we were sort of, a, you know, a cult band, I suppose. Right, yeah. We kind of, for a very short period of time, but yeah, because we, we toured with EMF twice. Yeah. And they were, they were number one in America. Well, they were so, unbelievable, so they were, they? Yeah. Come on, guys. Come oh, on, God, really? Come on, Catherine. Yeah, you? so, uh, yeah, so we were never, we were never that successful. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people came. 
<laughs> well, that's all you can ask for, isn't yeah. it? That's all you can ask for. And an un- uneasy meeting. Now, who was it that, that uh, was it, um, was it the Beastie Boys that you met? And they, <laughs> they, 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 I've just read this bit where they, they gave you the same treatment that Ken Livingston gave you. They just, just yeah. g- 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 almost ignored you. Yeah. You went backstage to meet the Beastie Boys. Yeah, just that sort of shrug as if to say, you know, because I, I didn't want to, I don't like that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't like going to just presuming people know who you are because you're in the same sort of business yeah yeah of course so uh, I, I didn't want so we would take but we were taken back because we were the same record label it was in paris to meet them and then it was very much sort of they were like yeah they did sort of go hmm? you know? <laughs> <laughs> had no idea who we were and it was just embarrassing because then you start because then you think oh god i hate the beastie boys <laughs> <laughs> how dare they how dare they not know who i am um listen i'm gonna do, i mean i'm am i cool to end on a carter song i mean is that would that be cool? Is that fine? Yeah, how, how are you going to perform it? <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've brought my trumpet. I, f- I found one on a tube. <laughs> I'm going I'm to play a song. Um, listen, let's get the plugs in. Uh, the, the book, which is out of print, but it, I've got a copy, and when I've finished, I'm happy to, to lend it to people, but you've got to write down in my book that you've lent it, to, been, been lent it, otherwise I'll never get it back. Good night, Jim Bob. On the road with Carter, the unstoppable sex machine. You're at Mr. Jim Bob on Twitter. Yeah. Is that right? That's right. Um, is there a good website for people to go and, and have a look Pro- at your stuff? Probably, I mean, if you just Google Jim Bob, yeah. I am the first thing that comes up. Are you really? Just, just ahead of the uh, Mormon hey, that's bloke not, with 27 kids. That's not bad, is it? <laughs> that's not bad. And you will find that the thing that my, my manager had told me I had to say, and he said, were two things. Firstly, yeah. I love Ian Lee, to oh. tell you that. Oh. And, um, Who's the, uh, this manager sounds like the, he's got excellent taste. <laughs> well, oh. oh, okay. No, yes, he has. There was a dig there. We got that. We got that. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, to t- yeah, I'm uh, doing Shepherd's Bush Empire next March, and I think there are 70 tickets, and they just will not go. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, on, they're on what's known as level three, which I think oh, is kind of like... Level three is for back, suckers. No, no, no level three is the best. Is oh, it's the best guys? bit. Oh, yes, the best, you get the best view. Oh, it's the best way to, it's yeah. the best place to throw things. Yeah, absolutely, Because you've yeah. got the height with you, it's yeah, going to hit him, you can do all that. And if you're going to, you know, no. No. No, no not going to jump off. No, obviously. please, for God's sakes. But if you are... That's the, that's the, that's <laughs> it. If you want to go out in style, go out at a Jim Bob concert. I've always said that. Tickets a ticket, man. Jim, so nice to meet you, man. Thank you for coming Thank in. You for um, let's um, all now play Monkey Magic theme. Here we go. Let's have uh, some of this. Beautiful. Welcome to nothing much. And no holds barred half Nelson and the loving touch.
Radio. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year, having a mate in your corner. I'm going to come and say goodbye to you properly, so you're not getting away with it that easily. Uh, uh, can make all the difference. Go online, type in Time to Change to find out more. Your call's after the news at 11. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my own Why don't we just stop the music and go, yes, the light's out, please, Catherine. Uh, Jim Bob has gone. What a nice man. So nice. What a nice bloke. And I got that from reading the book. And um, I got that as well because lots of, and, and literally for about the last year, more than the last year, people on Twitter, nice people have, on Twitter have been saying, you should get Jim Bob in. And it's kind of like, yeah, well, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, and I couldn't find that book anywhere, except someone was selling it for £100 on eBay. Good luck with that, you chances, because I'm going to get it reissued on Cherry Red. Um, but it was the fact that it was so many nice people suggesting that we got him, get him in. I thought, oh, he's going to be delightful. And, and we've been emailing each other a little bit, and um, he sent me, sent me this lovely little package of books and CDs and things. And um, uh, what, what a charming charming gentleman yeah. I, I, I hope he got when I uh, spoke to him at the end said you can come in anytime you want I hope he got that because if he rocked up tomorrow I'd be more than happy to have him sit in with us again I loved it he loved was, it he was quietly amused that we were um, intimidated by him coming in but he was kind of <laughs> glad that the um 
the image of those days had paid yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're back to kind of usual nonsense now that um, Jim has gone. Oh, I should just say, of course, this is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us is going to fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Um, Usual things um, apply. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. 0344 499 1000. You can Skype us. Late Night Alternative. If you look and send me a contact request, I will add you. And one of the joys about Skype is we don't get many calls on there yet. We will do. Um, Several people have suggested I go on to Reddit and post it there. When I when I work out what that means, I'll certainly consider it. Um, but the calls that we get on Skype are... Um, they're all, I tell you what we can do, actually, on Skype. We can see... Um, <clears throat> my voice really is going. Okay, really is um, struggling a bit. But we can see um, who's online on Skype. Now, should we try, should we try and call someone who's online? Um... Can you pass me those headphones, please, and sure, turn them up? On. Turn them up to the maximum. I said, turn them up really loud up your bum. Turn them up. I can't turn them up, up my bum. Well, I don't good, think. Yeah, tr- let's try. Let's try. Um, let's try this guy, David Dawson. David Dawson. If you answer it, you're going to win a million pounds from someone else because we ain't got it no we will not be giving you a million pounds let's just call this guy i don't know who this guy is let's see uh let's see what happens here i wonder if david's gonna answer david uh, david dawson he's got a fine beard this is a bit like um noel's house party when they went to the you watching us watching you and it was um chris evans touching himself wasn't it? Was it? Well, wasn't it? That was the rumour. <laughs> he was watching Baywatch. That was the rumour. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Have you not? That was, well, Google it. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to be libelous. But, but Google it's fine. Well, go- yeah, Google it. I mean, that, that was... Googling is fine because you're not... Um, Google it. Just Google it. Um, oh, everyone's suddenly gone... Um, everyone's suddenly gone... Let me try this. Let's, 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 try, let's try calling Naomi. Naomi Badui. Badui. B-A-R-D-O-U-I-L-L-E. Badui. 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 So I'm saying. Badui. <clears throat> no one may answer. If you're listening at home, you can, and you're waiting for the topics, there aren't any, you can pick up the phone and you can give us a call about absolutely anything um, you want. I did have... Uh, we did have terrible... Hey, Naomi! Hello. You're, you're on talk radio. Good evening. Good evening, Naomi. Good evening to you. How are you? You've just won a million pounds. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, that comes out of Kath's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Comes out of Kath's <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> How are you doing, Naomi? I'm fine, thank you. Um, we, now, listen, we, I, we've not spoken on air, have we? We've exchanged a few messages on, on Skype, but we, you, you've, you've not called in. And then now I'm, I'm suddenly remembering that I think you said you, you were um, uh, too nervous to call in. And so if you want to bail out of this call, you're welcome to, because I don't want to bully you in, or anything like that. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, it's very nice to talk to you, and it, I'll talk for a few minutes. It's well, okay. We'll talk. For, well, but if you want to go at any point, because I, 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 as I, as you answered, I thought, oh, hang on a second. I think I remember her saying that she's a bit bit of a shy um, person. I'm trying to place your accent. Manchester. Is it? Is yeah. it Manchester? No. No. Further north. Where? No, further north. Further north. Bradford. 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 Oh, um, yeah. You busted there, Catherine. So you said, <laughs> she said Bradford and not Halifax. I knew people that were from Bradford. You used to always say they were from Halifax. <laughs> no, Bradford. Bradford is, is Halifax the, um, is Halifax Poshan? Well, I think that's what they were trying to do. Really? Oh, no. You weren't kidding anyone. Bradford's in between Halifax and Leeds. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you see, you've got to be so careful. So, how come Naomi? Do you use um, Do you use Skype um, very often? Not that often. Because I don't. I've got so many different Skype accounts. Okay, we've got the rabbit hole one, which we use for for, for those podcasts, um, and I've we've got this one, and I think I've got a personal one, um, but I certainly don't use it and i would struggle I, I i know what it's called actually now i've just said that but i wouldn't remember what the login was um and it's not one of those things that i really use very often and you don't have to use it so much now because most a lot of phone calls are free aren't they there was the thing was it, it was a big thing five years ago because you'd still pay for phone calls but now facetime and whatsapp, WhatsApp. it's all free isn't it everything's free so it works out good there's got Naomi. There's got to be a catch somewhere. There has got to be a catch somewhere. I can't. <laughs> like, it's you'd, like, you'd think there is something somewhere. Well, it's like that phone box we saw the other day, where it's free now. It's not yeah. a phone box. It's like a phone phone post phone like billboard. A, yeah, like a little station in the middle of the phone station. And um, uh, do you remember when Playstations came out and were hip, and everyone was adding the word station to yeah. like stuff? I can't. Wasn't there it, a shop called Game Station? Game station is still going, yeah. Um, I can't think of any other... St- railway station. Railway station. All right, let's play station tennis. Oh, God, no, hang on. PlayStation. Um, railway station. Are you in, Naomi? Are you playing? Bus station. Bus station, she's got you there. Okay, no, she's not got me there at all. Yeah. She's sent me, she's just... All right, workstation. Radio station. Naomi. <sighs> Busted. <laughs> you can't say bus station twice! Busted, she said. Busted. busted. Oh, okay, busted. All right. Um, um, station to Station, the David Bowie album. Boom. Mm. Yeah. Um, this is a good game. Um, this is a great game. Space Station. Space Station. Naomi, I would I would, would invite you back here. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can anyone you, save Naomi? If anyone wants to step up to the table and save Naomi, because... Ah, um, ah, yeah. it's Babe Station. Babe Station! Oh, yes. <laughs> what? I've not heard of that. What, what is that? I don't know what that is. I have. Have you ever seen it early doors? Yes. Like before, of course I've seen it early doors. Right, when they're not doing anything except, like, um, waving their phones and um, yeah. drinking cups of tea yeah, yeah, when, yeah. with the slippers on. Yeah. Well, I saw that and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and I told my sister, I said, come here, I wanted to show you something. And it was about an hour and a half later. I said, look at these. It's just these women stand, standing around waiting for someone to ring oh, them up. <laughs> and, then, and then when I turned the TV be over well let's just say they've got some calls <laughs> I just went, what the hell are we watching <laughs> i think mark right so it's my turn hang on a second mark are you playing station poker hello yes mark <laughs> are you playing station poker with us oh i beg your pardon i was listening to you on the radio and then didn't, didn't i left turn the radio down so absolute prune are you playing <laughs> station poker with us 
no, no, I'm playing uh, roulette. Okay, well, d- go on then. What? You got? We're, we're playing. A- <laughs> We're playing a game that where you've got to come up with a phrase or a word that is a real phrase or word that ends in the word station. Ends in the word station? Yes. Petrol station. Oh! Oh, he's straight in there. He's a ringer. He's great. All right, so it's my turn now. Hang on a second. Um, Hang on, don't say anything else, Mark. Your your turn will come again. That was great. Um... Um, I'm a winner. Shut up. No, you're not, because you, you're, you're not. Shut up, you're a winner. What are you talking winner. about? I'm going to go to a tax haven. No, Hooray. you're not. Um, station, station. Um, f- uh, fan station. Uh, air station. Um, uh, um, Come on, Ian, you went to a grammar school, didn't you? Shut up, man. I didn't even go to school. Shut up, man. What a <laughs> Um, Are you looking on Twitter for help? No, I'm not looking on Twitter <gasps> for help. Oh, you are. No, I'm not looking on Twitter for help. I'm just trying to sort it out the stream on Facebook. Oh, well. Naomi, I'm flipping neck. If you could see um, him now, his nose is growing. Um, <laughs> plant station. Your big one. Plant station. No. What's that? Uh, where you get plants from. A plant station. That's a nursery, it's isn't a garden centre. Um, <laughs> plant station. Why do they call it a nursery? Um, because of the young plants that you're S- growing? Stupid. It's a stupid thing. Oh, um, um, a service station. Yes. Thank oh, you. That's a good one. Right, Catherine's turn now, that Mark. That's a good one. Uh, thank you, it was, Naomi. It was a good thank one. Thank you. Respect it. I'm, I'm accepting the respecting. <laughs> Catherine, your turn. That was it. Keep thinking, Mark, because it'll be your turn soon. Sheep station. What is that? Isn't that what they have in Australia? Um. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's no, cheap. no. Do they have a sheep yeah, station? Yeah, no, it is. I'm going to Google it. I think that's it. what they're called. Sheep station. Yeah. Um, sheep station. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, go on, Mark, your turn. Have I got to? Yes. Can, can, I, can I mention the thing I'll call up about first? No, because it'll be, it'll be something boring that you don't really want to talk about. You want to play station poker with us. Oh. You want to no. talk about Pretty Patel or something, and I'm no, not no, interested. No, 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 it was, about, it was about my song. Oh, go on then. Yeah, what? Stay there, no, because you're, you're not getting away with this. What? Yes, go on, Mark. Oh, no, wait, good day. Hang on. <laughs> right, okay, let me do Let me have a go first. Deforestation. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, no. yes. Deforestation. All right, can I do one then? Yeah. Defenestration. That doesn't end in station. Station. Doesn't end in, <laughs> ends in station. So, no, you can't do that. Go on, Mark, what are you going to say? Oh, yeah, I just want to say, oh. um, I'm really I'm really sick of being poor, stupid and unknown, and I want you to look up my song on YouTube, You Don't Know, by the renditioners, and play one minute fifty of it on air so I can become discovered. Um, well, that's not going to happen, but... Well, well, listen to it off air, listen to it and see what you think. Well, no, I'm not going to. I never click on links, and I certainly never search for links that people have told me to, but don't Why? take it personally. Am I ever going to get famous, then? Um, um, I, I, the fame is grossly <laughs> overrated. In the words yeah, no, of Morrissey... Want, I want, just want the money. You just haven't earned it yet, baby. Just want the money. You don't know renditioners. Look it up. Thank you very much indeed, but I won't do. Uh, Gaz, um, stop listening to this show, because he's just texted in Station Master. Well, if you're having deforestation... Deforestation? That's a that is that is That is legitimate. Well, then you can have Station Master. No, it doesn't end I in Station. I can have Stationary. No, you can't. Naomi, am I right or am I wrong? The dark ending station. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> she's hard. Yeah, she, she's, she's from Bradford. <laughs> she is. Uh, Naomi, listen, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you for picking up. 
Thank you. And nice talking to you guys. Nice too. talking to you. Take and care. Thank you. Very much. Yeah, it's very nice. nice. Tone to a voice. Um, any more? For any more? Station, station. I've got, I've got loads. Have you? Yeah, I have. Go actually. on then, give me one. Well, it's a controversial word, but it's topical. Very popular at the moment. Molestation. Molestation. All right, yeah, I get it. Protestation. Is that a station for protties? <laughs> what are you even laughing at? <laughs> I'm laughing at the speed at which I said that. Not the content, but the speed. <laughs> the fact that it came out your mouth before you'd finished thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. Kyle's, um, uh, now Naomi and Mark have left the, um... Uh, station poker table. Kyle has uh, grabbed one of those empty seats. Good evening, Kyle. Good evening. Good evening, Cass. Good evening. You're through to station poker. Put your chips in the middle and let's be having you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking in there. Meteorological. Meteorological what? Station. Yeah, why I'm like it. Why don't you just say weather station? <laughs> I'm like it. Because he's trying to, he's trying to sound intellectual, <laughs> which I appreciate it because yeah. it, it, we're going up to his level. He's not coming down to ours. No. We, he's dragging us up. I like that, Kyle. From the tone of the, your voice, I think that's the only one you've got, but we're going to come back round to you soon. Um, Catherine, have you got any? Is it my go again? Yes, it is. But I gave you protestation. Okay, uh, okay well, I'll do one, then you've got to do one. Okay. Reinfestation. Oh, reinfestation. Oh, hello, weary traveller. Someone else has sat down at the table. What's your name, traveller? David Babcock. And are you <laughs> are you here to play station poker? Um, uh, potentially, but I'd, I'd like to um, bring you up on something. Okay, what is that? The end of deforestation is not station. Deforestation. Yeah, but the word is to deforest. The end of deforestation is, if anything, an nation. The end of the, the end of the word is station. No, because it's deforestation. It's got nothing to do with Asians, mate. Let's not be racist. No, 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 no. It's deforest. Station. Deforestation. It's not spelled de- <coughs> deforestation. Deforestation. All I'm hearing is people saying station a lot, which is the uh, aim of the game. Yeah, well, exactly. I've got one. Go on. <coughs> Train station. <coughs> How long have you been listening, Badders? I've been listening to you. Has someone already said that one? Yes. Yes. Good night, David. Gestation. <laughs> for the nation. The station for Jesses. <laughs> um, let's, let's see what, let's take a quick break. More little musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. This is the late... I can't speak, guys. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. The phones have gone mental. Kyle, are you still there? I'm still here, boss. Right, Catherine is returning. Catherine, we've got six calls lined up. I've just seen. <laughs> so, let's, I'll try and do these in the order they came. Um, Davy. Justification. Sorry? Train station, radio station, fire station. No, no, but you said justification. Yes, I'm justifying the uh, 
football girl station that you're playing. Yes, but the justification ends in cation, not station. All right, all right. But fire station. Yeah, fire station is right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, we got there in the end. Um, good evening, Darren. Evening, Ian. Are you in for a one-hander, or are you going to stick around for a bit? Is that a, um, double entendre? No. Oh, it was right, a double entendre. <laughs> double entendre. Um, if you stopped into a shop and it, spelled, it sold stale bread, it'd be a crustacean. Kyle liked that one. Kyle liked that. Did you, or was that a snort of derision? No, it was laughter. Oh, don't encourage Darren, you made Kyle don't laugh there. That's a rarity. Come on. Crustacean, I know it's a crab, really. Crustacean, I know it's a crab, really. <laughs> thank, thank, thanks for wasting our time, Darren. Who was before Darren? Who was that fine, fine gentleman? I don't With know. With the fire station? Davy. Davy. Kyle's amused. Well, <laughs> Kyle, it's your turn. What word have you got, buddy? Uh, I've got, well, weather station, because yeah, I've said meteorological did... before. Yeah, I suppose so, technically. Let him have it. All right, police station. Oh. Yep, yep. Um, well, ambulance station? <clears throat> got to be, isn't it? No, it's not. You get ambulance area. Hang on. Raheem. Ra- Raheem. Hello. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Raheem Kassam from Breitbart, here to play... <laughs> Um, uh, station poker. Would you allow ambulance station? Ambulance station? Uh, I don't... No, I wouldn't. I don't think there's any such thing. No. Uh, Kyle, would you allow ambulance station? Me and Raheem don't think there's any such thing. No, no I, I think there is. So hmm. I'd say yes. Okay. Would you keep it then in an ambulance garage? I put ambulance in, first thing that comes up on Google, ambulance station. Alright. Um, medical station. Um... Raheem, your turn. Waterloo ambulance uh, station. Power station. Oh, power station! I've I like got it. That one, have we? Oh, hang on! The randomizer's been hit. It's going to pick someone at random. Oh, Raheem, it's landed on you. It's unlucky, but you've got to do another one straight after. Workstation. I think we've had that, haven't we? We've had that one already, Raheem. Oh, you've had that one. Uh, anyone you'd like to say hello? Would you like to say hello to anybody before you go? Before I go. Yep. Too late. <laughs> By the way, we'll do that tonight. If anyone wants to phone up and say hello to anybody. They can come and see how far they get. <laughs> <laughs> Evening, Billy. Hi, Ian. Well, first things first, Davey's taken mine, but he, he can't have crustacean because that's not how you spell it. No, I know. That, that's why that didn't get anywhere. Oh, good, good. Oh, well, he nicked mine then because I had fire station. Well, um, so you have nothing else to offer us? Well, I had police station and ambulance station. Thanks very much for calling, Billy. Can you talk to Gatford, please, while I cough? Sir Gatford. I, I can go till till 1am, Will, this, uh, this game. Oh, really? A, yep. A proud boast. Let's see how you get on. London Bridge Station. And? Hang on, no, hang on. Do you want, do you want another one? No, we don't. It's not your turn, because I've just seen where this is going. All right. <laughs> Kyle, are you still in? Yeah, I'm still in. Go on, then. Well, you see, I see, I was already going to say Cheap Station, but... I, I you can say it. You can say it. Go on, Cheap Station. Okay, my turn. Underground station. Mm-hmm. Catherine? Well, we said train station earlier on, but I, no one said railway station, so I'm going to say it. Gatford? Tube station. I just said it, you idiot. You're an idiot. You said, um, you said underground station. So Kyle said tube station. Did. Okay, in which case I'll... Is there anyone you'd like to say hello to before I cut you off? Uh, you're- Kyle, your turn. 
bus station. Had that. Done it. Had that. You're out. No, I've gone. Let's go to let's go <laughs> let's go to America. <laughs> Venison, are you playing station poker yeah. with us? Yeah, that's what I get the stupid thing to mute. God, there we go. Thank you. Wow, that, that's uh, that's America yeah. in a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Hey. What, what, what do you want from me? Oh, but actually, I did have one thing to talk to you, but maybe laugh hysterically. Yes. I know your I know your hatred for one particular uh, political figure we got here. Yes. But what happened last night was incredible. <laughs> well, well, hang on a minute. What what's what's happened? Our our state elections, yeah. governors, assembly people, stuff like that. Oh yeah. It was a wide now, Democrat sweep. Here's the thing. I don't really know what this is. I only know a little bit about this because I follow John Ronson. And um, I, you can explain what these elections were and exactly how wide the Democrat sweep was and what that might mean. But I did see that a senator... Is it senators they were voting for? Uh, no, that's, that's, that's next year. Okay. But so, someone... state senator. A state senator who had um, 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 proposed a law... Um, against trans yeah, people was beaten by, by a trans woman. Well done. Yes. Uh, that was that was poetic, wasn't it? That was beautiful. There were a lot of those last night. You know, somebody who uh, you know who uh, made a you know made a crack about uh, women protesters. Yeah, you know, saying they should be in the kitchen. Yeah, well, got ousted Wowzers. by a woman that's who was inc- totally against him. That's incredible. So how big is... This, ha- this one, uh, this guy who was anti, um, he was homophobic and he was ousted by a transgender woman, wasn't that in Virginia? Oh, yeah. So, you know, somewhere <laughs> where you'd be surprised yes. that that kind of thing would happen, but that people obviously taught him a lesson. So how big, um, uh, um, Venison, how big a swing was it in the Democrats' favour? Pretty big. <laughs> But what does it what does it mean now? Does it mean I mean Donald Trump can still launch a nuclear war, can't he? Uh, yeah, because that's that's Congress. That's the whole that's a federal thing. Okay. Okay. You know, but statewide, it was pretty cool. You know, we got we, we got rid of our governor in New Jersey because he he was a dick. <coughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> you know, but oh man, and some of the others have like you know tried to spout racial stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, they one state voted in a Liberian mayor, another state Liberian voted in a state mayor. mayor. Yeah, from you know, I I guess he was an immigrant from Liberia or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they you know, a Hoboken, New Jersey, when they voted in a Sikh mayor. Wowzers! America's yeah. uh, really taking the bull by the horns, or b- the bull by the turban, it would appear. <laughs> yeah. Finally. And they, can, they don't know the difference between Sikh, Sikh and Muslim. <laughs> no, of course, no, no, a lot of people over here don't as well. If you're brown, then uh, you're a Muslim, and um, then uh, death death to you is the thing. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, listen, the, the medicine, this is all very exciting, but y- you do join yeah, us yeah, in the middle... Of, you do join us in the middle of a game of station poker. Do you yes, have a word or phrase that ends with station, please? Comfort station. It's an Americanism. We can accept it. The, the game continues. Yeah. What? A, oh, what? A comfort station? Comfort station. Oh, like a... Like a restroom. Yes. Kind of. Oh, I like... I like comfort station. Um, Okay. And I've got another one, too. Wait, 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 you wait till it comes around to your turn, Keep buddy. Keep powder dry. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. That's the thing I do. Uh, okay, all right, show off. Um, <laughs> Ar- Archway <laughs> Tube Station. Oh, no, come on. Sorry? Liverpool Street Station. Venison? 
transfer station. What the hell is that? Ah, you know, it's a subcategory of power station. Right, no, not in this country, it's not, buddy. <laughs> you, listen, you might have a Sikh mayor and a, and a trans mayor and all of that rubbish. You're not oh, having, you're, you're, oh, you're discriminating against yes. the United States. Yes, I am. You're not having a transfer station. You're cut off, cut off. He's gone. Not allowing that. I've just Googled it. Yeah, is it a thing? Yeah. Aye, in this, Brent, co- in this country. Brent transfer oh. station, waste transfer station, Aye. recycling transfer station. Sorry, Venison. That's Sorry, America. Bad me. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Right, um, let's get some of these um, lo- uh, some of these callers on. Good evening, W. Hello. I was going to have a go, but I'm just not clever enough for your show. Permission to put out, please, sir! Permission granted. If they, people realise they're not good enough for it and they, they bail out, uh, that's great. Respect. Uh, Jerry, you're, you're, um, you're wheeled in to the uh, station poker. What have you got for us? Babe. We've had that, Jerry, I'm afraid, and I hate to... Is, is there anyone... I guess he's had it too. Is there anyone you'd like to say goodbye to or hello to before I cut you off? No, something very important. My right. computer. Uh, it's got on the login screen. It just blues. You need to know to zoom out. You can't use your computer. I need your computer for everything. We are we are playing we are playing station poker, Jerry, and that sounds like a terrible situation with the computer. Wait, PC station. But we're, I'm, I'm afraid, Jerry. I'm afraid, Jerry. We're going to have to ask you to leave. Goodbye. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> what the hell happened there? <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, I've just got one. Um, so far, it's my turn. Polling station. Guard station. Okay, Paul, it's your turn. Drinks station. Sorry? Drinks station. I love marathons and they have drinks stations. Hmm. Drink stations. I've never done such a thing, so I don't you know. And they call them drink stations where you stop and get a mortar on the way round. Drink stations. I promise you, I'm not making it up. Google it, Catherine. Google it. Because if he's making this up, I'm going to shove a drink station right up his jacksie. Oh, I, what about station? Well, your phone is awful. Sorry, I'm on Bluetooth. Let me get rid of this cat. Drink Hang station on. or beverage station. It's a thing. OK, well, Paul. Uh, Chuck, you're um, through to... Like to Hang on. <laughs> right, stay there, Paul, because you're still at the table. Chuck, you're playing station... <laughs> Jesus! Oh. <clears throat> that was loud. Chuck. <laughs> yes, hello, Chuck. Hey, man, is Got a few problems on the old satellite, I'm afraid. Oh, it's okay. Well, you're playing station poker with us. Um, uh, have you got one? Have I got a what? Sorry? We're playing station poker. Do you have one? Uh, the way- on the east coast, you mind you doing, John Wayne? Yes. Have you got a word or phrase that ends in station? <laughs> Hello? Hello, we're playing station poker. Okay, okay, right, he's gone. Let's try uh, Cedric. Good evening, Cedric. Oh, good evening, Ian. You're playing station poker. What have you got for us? Oh, yes, I've got a, I've got a double pointer here. 
Ooh, away you go. Way station. Yeah? Why is it a double pointer? Well, uh, I'll let you work it out. Way station. Oh, and way station. Way station and way station. Way station and way station. Well, yeah, I get it. So two different ways of spelling way. <clears throat> but what you've done there, Cedric, is you shouldn't have shouldn't have bragged about it. You should have just come on and said way station. Then when it went round to you again, you should have said, said way again. station. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say it next time as well. Well, I'm, I'm afraid I'll be the judge of that. Is there anyone you'd like to say hello to, Cedric, while you're on? Oh, yes, please. OK. Um, it's let's... my turn. Uh, yes. Satellite station. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I li- yeah. yeah, like them. That's a good one. Mm. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Chicken station. What? It's a knockoff KFC. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real I thing. I know. I got that tweet, too. Oh, oh thanks, Freddie. I choose Freddy. to play it. Thanks, Freddie and Nobber. Um, yes, Paul? Uh, I just said PlayStation. Yes, mate, about 30 minutes ago. Oh, sorry, I only joined in a minute ago. I Thanks did... very much for calling. Um, let's try Craig. Good evening, Craig. Hello. I've got three. I'm ready for this. All right, then, let's see your first. Uh, TV station. Yep, I like that. Um, yeah. okay, my turn. Um, protest station. Done that one, mm-hmm. where the protests are. Uh, <laughs> reforestation. You've done that one. You've done deforestation. You yeah, yeah. Do reforestation. Reforestation. Just planting. Yeah, exactly. It's reforesting the forests. Well, it's reforesting a field. Catherine, your turn. I think we've beaten her here, Craig. I think we might have got her up against the ropes. She's finished. She's done. Shush, boys. Shush. Let me think. Shush. <clears throat> it's a time limit on there. Shush. Oh, yeah, yeah. Luckily, my <laughs> for her, my voice is going. Otherwise, I would be um, <laughs> rushing her on. Um. Uh, Award-winning radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell you what we can do. I tell you what we can do. Um. To to um, let, let's let's buy you some time, and I'm struggling because I'm losing my voice a little bit. Okay, so what we're going to do is, Catherine, we're going to buy you some time, and this is just because I'm a I'm a generous kind of guy. Um, we're going to play a little bit of music, some yeah. thinking music. Yeah. Oh, hang on, it's going to play an ad. But I don't want to play an ad. Your video will play in thirty. Co- coach station. Coach station. Yeah, fine. Okay, Craig, you're back in. Uh, base station. Sorry. A base station, you know, like mobile phone base station. Base station, yep, yeah, fine, okay. Um, devastation. <laughs> oh, now come Deva, on. Well, dev, a station. Devas. No, it's where it's um, where Dev keeps his toy trains. The devastation. <laughs> Do you need some thinking time? It's not me again, is it? Yeah, it's your turn. Oh man! See what? We'll play a beautiful ballad. Oh, no. We'll play this, and then when we come back, hopefully you'll have an answer. CJ, Simon, Craig, stay there. Come to you after this. This just dropped today, and it's a really beautiful song. It's Nicky Knowles and River. Enjoy. It's coming on Christmas. 
They're cutting down trees and putting up rain there and singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. It don't snow here, it stays pretty green. But I make a lot of money and then I'm gonna quit this crazy scene. Oh, I wish I had a river. I could skate away on. Oh, I wish I had a river so. Cat's got one. Hand washing station. Perfect. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is the Late Night Alternative uh, with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Um, busy show. We had Jim Bob from Carter USM on in the first hour. Um, and since then, it's, it's, it's been downhill. We are playing <coughs> lock, uh, lock Poker. That's where it all started. We're playing Station Poker. Um, and Craig is um, back at the table. Craig, what have you got? Go on, that's Substation. We've had that. Have we? No, we have No, no. Nope. I, I think I think we've had that. If you did that, can you give us a ring, please? Okay, my turn. <clears throat> Is salad station a thing? <laughs> you mean a salad bar? Ah, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But there's something there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I'm close. Have you got it? I've got something else. Um, Don't try and suck that out of my head. Um, there's another... There's another station to do with food. You'll find it on Twitter there with your mates. No, I'm not looking at uh, you are. Twitter. I'm not looking you at Toby Twitter. Is. Not looking at Twitter. I'm retweeting a picture of Nicky Knowles looking like he's doing a poo, but actually he's singing the word they're cutting down trees. (laughs) Um, Dan joins us at the table. Good evening, Dan. Evening, Ian. Continue. Uh, You've missed out some really, really good ones. You used to host the Lost Podcasts, etc. Yeah. Okay, so you had the Dharma Initiative, and they had a number of stations. Yep. So I'm going to go straight in with Ghostbusters 2. When I work out how to block callers on um, Skype, and I, I can't work it out, if someone could please just send me, like, really simple, simple, simple instructions, when I work out how to block you, Dan, I will be blocking you. Do you know what I really want Skype to invent? You know, in um, cartoons, when you used to be able to get like a boxing glove on the end yeah. of a, a springer thing yeah. that you could you could open and close like a scissor yeah. action, it would yeah. bop, bop, bop. Well, I always put a, um, a horseshoe in my boxing glove. Um, <laughs> yes, hello, caller. Yes, hello. Yes, I'm calling you back again because you hung up. You hung up on me illegally. What is this? You admitted you were wrong. <laughs> Yeah. All right, he's fair play. Okay, he's you back. Were wrong. Okay, well, apologise well, to him. Well, luckily, it's your turn now, Venison. What have you got for this round? <laughs> And this is this is the thing, soldering station. A sodomy station? No, soldering. Soldering. No, soldering. Uh, soldering. Yeah, electrical circuits. Soldering. That's not a thing yeah. in this country. Let's Google it before we. That's I mean, not. A, happened before. That is thing. not a thing in that's, this country. No, that's a thing in every country. That's what they're called. 
Somebody's no, I nice. I, I've got one of these at work. Oh, it's shut true. up, Craig. It's a thing. Who are you, you? Who are you, Craig? You're not even. You're not even. A, you're not even anybody. It's a thing. Uh, hands up! <laughs> hands up here! Out of the one, two, three, four of us that have got a blue tick, this guy. <laughs> Okay, so it's me. So I'm obviously the most important. Actually, it's a white tick. Right, and, I, the, and I, I've written on a bit of paper, the first person to actually it's a white tick is a knob. <laughs> so there we go. Right, okay. Right, well, Catherine, it's your turn. Metro station. Okay, it's your turn, Craig. Infestation. To been done. Off you go, Craig. Thank you very much, Craig, for being All a bad right. loser. <laughs> Venison. I wash station. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'm going to give you that. Catherine, your turn. <laughs> no, it's your turn. Uh, what? You. Okay. What's that list there you chose? <laughs> I'm, no, it's, I'm, it's, just, it's just something to do with work. I've got a meeting tomorrow. I'm just jenning up is on it? that. Is it though? Yes, it is actually, mate. It actually is. So, <clears throat> yes, it is. What are you googling now? Oh, more words. I saw at the top there. There's not more says, words. There's more words. You're such a dick. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's not one. Um, Dig station. Although. Um, uh, Afor station. I, but, 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 pardon? An Afor station. What does that mean? It, don't, it doesn't matter if I know what it means or not. <laughs> All I know is, it is a, it's a real word. I'm smelling something rotten. Yeah, I know, and I apologise for that. Because <laughs> we didn't get our Byron burgers. We sat for an hour in that place, and they did not bring our food. We were enjoying for 40 minutes of that, the other table getting really annoyed with them, and then we realised why. We realised why. We were sat there for almost an hour, and they brought over a glass of wine, and they brought over this milkshake that had cheesecake in and was incredible, but they would not bring our food. And we got to an hour, and I said to the guy, our food's not coming, is it? And he kind of looked at me, and, went, and we went, we're going, and we ain't paying for these drinks. You, in fact, we should invoice them for our time. But then I tweeted about it. And you it. should have had a large glass. I tweeted about it, and Byron Berger very quickly said, oh, please email us, this is outrageous. And I emailed them, and they got back, and they have not got back yet. So, <laughs> so that is going on. Anyway, right. so your turn. Oh. Hang on, it's CJ's turn. CJ's come to the table. CJ. Um, this one is dedicated to David Babcock. It's Manifestation. That okay, is, yeah, well, it's great. That is a great one. Yours. Okay, <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, venison's unhappy. <laughs> Research station. Oh, can Twitter stop um, pandering to um, the feminine uh, particles? Big pardon. In this. Thing. All right. Um, uh, beneath. Oh, it's your turn. It's your turn, Venison. Oh, uh, that's just it. He took my word. I've got <laughs> nothing now. I can't think of anything. Venison, is there any- anyone you'd like to say hello to? Because I suggest you go and do it now. You've got plenty of time. <laughs> now that that Skype line's free. Um, beneath my station. Oh, I saw that one too, but I thought it was crap. <laughs> CJ? Uh, battle station. Oh. oh, that's a good one. Hang on a second. Hello, stranger. Hello. Hello, Simon. You're at the table. What yeah. have you got? Yeah, he took my word. I had manifestation. Oh. But ah, sorry. I've got another one. I've got a backup. I've got a backup. Okay. Bagging station. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Catherine, your turn. Ah, check me out. Polar station. Yeah, you're not so cocky when it comes to you again in a minute. CJ, your turn. Um, gay station. Gay station? Yeah, it's a uh, gay radio station, I think. No, it's not. It's called Gaydar. Gaydio. Apparently. Oh. It's not called Gay Station. (laughs) Well, Gay Station sounds better. It doesn't sound better. It sounds terrible. I call it, um... No, it's not. (laughs) CJ, you're out. Simon, your turn. Um, <laughs> I've got 
railway station. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Why don't you just come on and say the word station station? <clears throat> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We take this up till midnight. We take this up till midnight. Dan joins us. Good evening, Dan. Hello, Ian. Hello, Dan. Okay. Hello. How about action station? <gasps> That's a beauty. Can I ask what? a personal question, Dan? What? Are you putting on a voice? No, no. I've got a throat problem. Have you got the throat problem as well? Uh, a bit of a worse one than you Oh, God, what's going okay. on with you? Have you, got the big, have you got the big one? Human papillomavirus. Uh, what? Do you want to know how I got it? Is that the flesh-eating? No, no, not flesh-eating. I ate flesh to get it. Yeah. It's, um... Uh, I won't be too... Do you really want to know? Hang on, Kathy's Ka- Ka- saying what? Well, you know, a pap smear is for humour papillomavirus up your... Okay. Well, you can get it from the other end as well. Okay. Yeah, you're right, yeah. I, um... Oh. Do you know, uh, do you remember the news story about Michael Douglas? And by by the way, everybody on Periscope, I hope you enjoyed Kath's mimes just then. Um, oh, yeah, th- this is a thing. You can get um, throat cancer, mouth cancer, by, um, by the, very simply giving the greatest gift a woman can receive, oral pleasures. That's right. Um, Fortunately, and, mine hasn't turned cancerous yet, but that's what I've got. Oh, and is it is it from giving um, women oral pleasures? Yep. It what, was just what, one, what a, one one night stand when I was twenty nine. What a noble way to go, though. What a noble way to go, Dan. They should put a, b- a blue plaque above her. No, that would be inappropriate. <laughs> um, so, how long ago was that? Uh, Twelve years ago. Flipping heck! And you. So, what can they fix it? No, there's no cure. I've oh. had 45 operations to oh, have the walls removed from my throat. Oh, God, no, I'm so bad. sorry, but mate. Yeah, it's all right. It's not that bad. It's only a minor operation. And no, I but 49 times. A minor operation 49 times is still pretty ropey. Yeah, but have you ever been under general anaesthetic? Oh, it's oh, lovely, isn't it? It is lovely. That moment when you drop off, oh, and they're counting backwards, oh, and you get to about, you get to nine. We're going to count backwards from ten. <laughs> All right, I'll beat this. Ten, nine, good. Wake up, Mr. Lee. Wake up. What the? Where, no. Send me back to that dark place. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, well, I, 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 do you know what? We've, we've, we've all learnt something, Dan, and, um... Uh, wise words. You won't be going back down there again, will you? <laughs> well, he might as well. Yeah, yeah, now I've called Can he, he give well, it the yeah. other way? Ah, oh, no, you probably can, can you? Oh, oh no, no, you, no, no, it only goes from female to male, oh, not male mate. to female. That's why, um, uh, primary school age girls are now, uh, vaccinated. Mm. Oh, is it true? Yeah, I did yeah, not yeah, know yeah. that. I don't have to vaccinate the boys, because, um... Jeez. Yeah, yeah, if you vaccinate the girls... The, the boys don't catch it, not in that way, anyway. Yeah. Um, I suppose when you got you, you got told about that, you probably, um, it's probably all panic stations. Oh yes! Haven't we done that one? No, we haven't, mate. No, oh, we bloody well haven't. I've generated another one. Well done, Ian. Um, well, Dan, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, oh, no, it's not too bad, you know. But So you're, you're, you're always going to be a bit squeaky? And my body might reject it one day. Yeah. I'm lucky, so. Wow. You know. Probably go. Well, listen, um, I'm with you, brother. Um, right. I'm going to, um, I'm certainly, I'm going to go on strike in that <laughs> department <laughs> as a protest until they find a cure for it. Dan, thanks for your call, mate. Thanks for your Cheers, fella. Ta ta. Um, you weren't expecting that response, were you? No, I was not. But, but, what, but again, the people on Periscope, I can only apologise for, by the way, that's going to become a GIF now. 
is you, I'm not going to do it, you miming, you were miming, um, a penis. I was just, it was shorthand. <laughs> well, I mean, you have got shorthands, but <laughs> either that or it was a very big penis. Well, it doesn't make sense. What? It doesn't make sense. Why are you even... But, um, that will become a gif now. That will become a meme. <laughs> Stop it, because they hadn't thought of that before. Yes, they had. It's happening already. It's happening already. It's taking on a life of its own. It's, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. Well, um, I got, the, I got the last station there, so I no, won that. I no, won that. Docking I, station. Dun- docking? Yes. No, I said, um, panic stations. And the game's over. So I got the last one in there, so I'm the winner of Station Poker, uh, which is great, which is the way it should be. So thank me for that. <clears throat> Good game, Ian. Thank you. You're welcome. I came up with it as well. We carry on. I don't want any more calls about stations, please. We had about 25 there. That'll do us. Oh, th- this is this is it. Julia Hartley Brewer doesn't get any calls in the morning because she's not playing Station Poker. It's, we should come up with a list of games that she can play, um, and that way she will generate the calls. I don't think she's a player. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, 16. you're more than welcome. Some of them I didn't put on because they looked like they were idiots. Um, a lot of people bottled it as well because they realised their words had been done. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio, and of course, with time to change. One in f- what day is it today? Wednesday. So all day. tomorrow, tomorrow we're doing uh, time to change. The last one, yeah. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. We have got the um, the the head of time to the change, spokesman, yeah, spokesman. Brilliant. Looking forward to that. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year, um, and I guess kind of the, the, the kind of theme that this has been has been about sharing and has been about talking to other people and about having a mate on your side and um just having someone it doesn't have to be not always your wife or your husband or just be a friend or someone you can confide in and share stuff sorry what well like this guy you uh, can't make things a bit easier and it can save lives uh, if you want to find out more uh, you can listen to tomorrow's show of course of course uh, we do that between 11 and 12 you can also go online type in time to change. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Good evening, welcome to nothing much. But no holds barred half Nelson and the loving touch.
but I know we played that earlier, but we didn't get to hear all of it, and it's such a magnificent, magnificent pop song. Um, uh, Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine, Jim Bob we had in earlier. And, um, it's, I always think it's funny, um, when you've had... I thought I could hear something, but I can't. Uh, you always, always think it's funny when you've had someone in who's so softly spoken, and he was a very softly spoken gentleman, quite a shy guy. Yeah. I got. Um, and you and I both had, um, um, quite quiet lift rides, and it was, and, and a joy, a to- you know, real joy, a very softly spoken man. And then you hear that kind of huge, bombastic, in-your-face noise. Fury. Yeah. But the thing about Carter, um, and, and Jim, wrote, I think, wrote most of the lyrics, all of the lyrics, perhaps, really clever wordplay. I mean, lots of their song titles are puns on other song titles. Uh, Surfing USM. Um, the only living boy in New Cross, of course, is, is the only living boy in New York. There's lots of their song titles are jokes about old uh, d- or different songs. And th- th- there's just this wonderful wordplay in there. It's really good. And it was so nice to meet him. And I've, I, I'm going to email him tomorrow and say, man, really good... He's one of those people. Any time, if he, if he would send me a text saying, "Can I come in tonight?" Be all beautiful. Like just one of those people that's just great to have around. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. By the way, if you can get a copy of his book, "Good Night Jim Bob," on the road with Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine, it's brilliant. Even if you don't know anything about the band, you will know a lot about the other band. You, you'll know the names of a lot of the other bands he's mentioning in there, um, and it's it's really nice to hear uh, to read a British. Um, you know, book about um, about pop stars from an era, and we didn't talk about this on air, and I forgot to. We talked about it before we came in. Um, a, a, an era, sort of eighty-eight to ninety-two, ninety-three, that's really overlooked in 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 pop music. You know, it's um, you go from the mid eighties, kind of Stock Aitken and Waterman, and then you have then it jumps straight to the Americans inventing grunge, and then it jumps straight back to the British inventing Britpop as a, as a way of fighting back. And that period, I mean, bands like the Wonder Stuff and the Inspiral Carpets, um, who were huge at that time, absolutely huge. The Wonder Stuff in particular, but they never kind of get get a looking. You know, Virgin would be uh, uh, an absolute, and other radio stations like that, Radio Two. You're not going to hear Size of a Cow on there. You're not going to hear The Only Living Boy in New Cross. You might, at a push, hear This Is How It Feels by the Inspirals, but at a push. But the rest of that stuff, you're not going to hear. And it's 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 kind of overlooked a little bit, which is a shame. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio, with Time to Change, and with Catherine Boyle there. Yeah, that's me. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. 0344 499 1000. You can Skype Late Night Alternative um, if uh, you uh, want to. Um, I wonder who that is. Um, you're more than welcome to do that um, if you want. And um, yes, that's uh, that's how that works. Uh, let's have a look at the papers because there's loads of stuff in the papers. Oh, here's a story that we did. When I get back, I'm off next week to write a book. When I get back the week after, let's get these people on. It's the cat people again. Oh. Because um, it's still going on. The bloke, chop- bloke, it's bound to be a bloke, isn't it? Chopping off um, um, cat's heads. Now, the son have done it in a slightly um, inside Britain's pioneering creature crime centre, Pet CSI. First Animal Forensic Lab opens new bid to nail Croydon Cat Killer. Um, 
Listen, I mean, his, here comes an unpleasant description of a, a cat's corpse. The latest dismembered bo- body was found last week outside a child's pink Wendy house in a oh. suburban back garden. Oh. Ow. Police were called and confirmed the news. Teddy the rabbit appeared to be the latest victim of the serial pet killer. This guy's an absolute weirdo and a nut job, and needs to be stopped before he does... Well, he needs to be stopped before he does any more animals, but also it'll, it'll, it'll end up doing it to people at some point. Well, look how close he's getting to people's houses. Yeah. And what mean... I mean, horrendous to do this to animals. Horrendous. And as a pet owner of, of um, a cat and a dog, they're part of the family. You know, the dog, eh, OK, but the, the boys love, love her. And, and, and the cat, she's been with me longer than I've, I, 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 I was, I'm, I've known my wife, you know. So she's part of the family. Um, more than 250 animals have been murdered by the so-called Croydon cat killer since 2014. But there is new hope of finding the fiend thanks to pioneering pioneering work by the country's only animal forensics lab. The pet bodies have been shipped to the facility, set up just six months ago. Here we go. Come on, we're going to get this sicko. We're going to get him. Ready for CSI vets to examine them for DNA evidence and other clues. Lead forensic scientist Joe Millington, 44... That's good to know. Joe's 44 years old. Um, used to work on human murder cases for the Home Office. She said, homicide investigation used to be my bread and butter. There are plenty of ways to link an individual to an animal by using the methods we would normally use on humans. I found it ridiculous that this is not, had never been done before. Um, the cat killer investigation will be its most high-profile case. Millions of fearful pet owners will be hoping that science will provide the breakthrough that a police offer of £10,000 reward has so far failed to do. I mean, this is um, Snarl, wasn't it? Snarl was the... Uh, the we spoke to some people from that, and, and I did say we'd get them back, and that was probably a year ago now, blimey. So, yeah, when I come back, let's, let's, let's book them up first show on the Monday. Because um, this really is just... For those who don't know, this this bloke go. It started off in Croydon and sort of round South London, but now it's all over the country. Um, goes round, finds a pet cat, chops its head off, sometimes chops its tail off, occasionally chops its paws off, and um, leaves it on the front doorstep or by a Wendy house or on your windowsill or on your windowsill. I just um, um, and he's probably going home and knocking one out as a result of it, and I, I and I don't say that lightly. He probably is. I mean, what a what an absolute weirdo uh, and just the saddest saddest um of all sad cases i mean words can't even describe how low this scumbag is jeez um the grizzly killings mostly of cats but some of foxes and now rabbits <clears throat> Began in Croydon in 2014, but soon spread across the southeast. There have now been cases as far afield as Manchester and the West Midlands. Last month, before the sick attack on Bunny Teddy in Harpenden, four cats and two foxes were dismembered in seven days. Foxes. It's thought that most of the animals... This is horrendous, but I'm going to read it, because I, I, I genuinely think this is a really important story. It's thought that most of the animals were killed either by being hit by a car or thrown against a wall. This really... I'm so angry. And actually, I'm I'm upset at this. I just think that I'm into my little girl. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'd be in pieces. I'd be in pieces. 
The, the fiend, also known as the M25 cat killer, then removed their tails and heads, possibly for trophies. And despite the range of locations, experts are convinced just one person is to blame. Here we go, Tony Jenkins, that's who we spoke to. Head of Croydon Animal Charity, Snarl. Someone, so you, if you're listening to this and you follow Snarl, tweet them and, and tell them that we're talking about them and, and we'll, we'll get them on soon. Said, we see no evidence there's anyone else involved as the injuries are being replicated. Um, this person is a very clever psychopath. He is forensically aware, avoids CCTV and might well travel as part of his job. Hey, then it goes on to describe the um, the lab. Jeez, I mean, good luck, guys. I, 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 the words. I know this is a fun, this is a fun, frothy, light show. Of course, it is wonderful. We're so pleased to be doing that. But this guy is an absolute arsehole and needs to be um, needs to be stopped. And and, and when, when they catch him, I know what. Why don't we chop his tail off? Yeah, and put it on his windowsill. And I think you know what I mean by tail, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word! The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Kath's um, big excited. What's happened, Kath? <laughs> I'm not excited. Someone's made a gif out of you jiffing off. I mean, a certain thing. There we go. I mean, never you—you you were on camera. You shouldn't have done it. Why? This is—I'm making a radio show, and I yeah. couldn't type on a screen for you, so I had to do it through the medium of mime. Let me just retweet that. Sorry. No, no, just no, so, I'll retweet just that. Just so people know what it is. What kind of mate are you? No, I'm not a mate. Like I don't you. get enough Sorry? nonsense. Well, it's, it's on. Like you don't get enough. Don't get enough nonsense on Twitter. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. I'm having a meeting about pensions tomorrow. Oh, God, I hate myself. My wife's going to kill me. Imagine going, I'm going for a meeting about pensions. Right, my dad's put me in touch with a pensions man. Oh, yes. Have you got one? I don't think I want to go. Well, I haven't had one since I come here. Right, it's a bit late to start now. No, it's not. I've had one since I was 21. Yeah, but how much have you put in it, percentage-wise? Oh, a fair bit. I don't yeah. know. In, mm. More than I could afford. You're supposed to put in 15%. Well, at, th- at my age, you're supposed to put in, like, 40%. I won't have enough. Anyway, this bloke that my dad's put me in contact with... Yeah. He's a bit... I don't know whether I want to keep him. He's a bit of a wide boy. No, he's not wide. I feel told off, and I've not even started working with him yet. Well, then don't go with him. Don't go with him. You got, you got, I mean, my, I, I switched pension guys because I didn't feel the other one. Well, it turned out the other one wasn't doing stuff. He, I, I paid him a load of money to put into my pension pot, and he hadn't. He just left it in an account, so it wasn't doing anything. So suddenly, quite you know, a few thousand quid, which I thought for a couple of years was was earning me money, it wasn't it? It was just in an account earning no interest. And I'm thinking, what? So I've gone with this new guy. And, um, and what's great is he's, he's, he's looking at everything and he's, he's picked out all the, the, the mistakes that this other guy has made and how, how things can be doing a bit better and stuff. So he's hands-on. But it means I've got to talk to him about pensions and stuff. I don't know. Just do it. Just can you... If I give you this, can you give it back to me in, like, 25 years' time and there'll be more of it? Well, this guy is saying to me... Oh, was saying to me on the phone. Right, so um, what are your, what's your turnover for your business a year? And I went, well, it's not really a business. It's just me working for myself. Me. 
Right, so what I think you should do probably is uh, put put as much money as you, away as you can, and then um, come to me with a lump sum. We'll, we'll talk in April, and we'll see what we no, do. He's, with he's it. too big. He's too big for you. He's 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 very big, but uh, big balls. Yeah, he's talking to me. You want someone smaller? You want someone smaller who's who's going to be able to deal? Do you know with... what I'm thinking? Yeah. my accountant's brilliant. I'm yeah. sure if I talk to her, she could help me out. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, all of this stuff about businesses and self-employed and tax rates and, and money and stuff, I, for, for various reasons, I've had to gen up on how, exactly how much money I've got and where it goes and what it, so I can present it to this, these bodies that want me to present it to them. And I've, I'm 44. I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. I don't know. So I've had to write to my accountant and ask him stuff that I know... Um, you know, most normal people in this, in my position, would know the answer to how much have I got? If my company is it worth anything? Who owns shares in it? And it's me. See, I'm not a company. I'm just me. Oh, I am because the BBC made me do it. Mm. When the BBC was oh. saying they weren't making people do it. Well, you know, the BBC did to me. Yeah. Right. So I was pro- producing and presenting my own program for years, yeah. and it was really hard work. Meanwhile, I'm seeing people come in, well, show and go from say, elsewhere. You say really hard work. It was really hard work. Have you a bit of wall at dawn? No, but I've got my gold Duke of Edinburgh. Okay, ball. fair play. Made my arches. That's just for for being a bum lick. I, I got a bronze Duke of Edinburgh, and then I realised I didn't want to put my tongue up any bum, so I, I, I walked. If someone told you that, that doesn't qualify as your community service, you know. Oh God, that's, that's where the, you went that wrong. That's the eighties. <laughs> so I can't remember where I was going. Um, working hard. Yeah, so the BB- so the boss at the time said, well, if you want a pay rise, you can. You'd have to go freelance, though, and you're going to have to form your own company. I went, okay, fine. I've been working here for mm. ten years, and I'm not getting anywhere, and you're using me like a presenter, but you're not treating oh. me like one. Oh, no, we don't really want you to go freelance. They won't let me. Oh, they made me, they made me set up a company, um, which is a faff and costs a bit of money, because they, they, even though they were saying that... But now they won't. Now presenters... All presenters now have to go on a staff, all of them, because they got in trouble for... Because it's basically it's a dodge for the BBC to pay less tax. So now all the presenters have to go on staff. So the presenters now earn less, because obviously when you're, on, when you're a, a self... Oh, it's so boring, boring. But does that mean they have to sort you out with a pension, then? Because that was the good thing. All that yeah, stuff yeah. was done for Yeah, me. but it was a, a, a tiny pension. It wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, and they kept um, presenting me with, here's an opportunity. Would you like to take your money out? I was like, no. no. You're not going to be offering me that for my own good. It's for you. Oh, God. Anyway... Um, you know, I'll be working till I'm 80 anyway. Mamma mia. Family of three made to pay £463 for Venice lunch. What? Every holidaymaker fears being ripped off by tourist traps, especially if they don't speak a D language. But as far as holiday... Horror... Stories... I was pausing there because Catherine was using my voice to um, hide... Mask some gulping. Hide some gulping. <laughs> but as far as holiday horror stories go, this one surely takes the biscuit or dis biscotti. Luke Tang was shocked to be charged and eye-watering £463 for lunch with his parents in Venice. The university lecturer claimed waiters brought them dishes they hadn't ordered and failed to tell them the cost. But did they eat them? He accused staff at Trattoria Casanova, near St Mark's Square, of taking advantage of the fact he does not speak Italian and said they even marched into a cash machine. (gasps) First waiters brought him and his 70-year-old parents... Well, this is when I'd get suspicious, right? At starters. A plate of 20 oysters 
costing 96 quid or £4.80 each. Oysters are expensive. Yeah. I mean, that's you pricey, that. but that oyster's not, expensive. If you've not ordered that as well. Which Mr Tang said they had not asked for. He said he questioned waiters about it, but his concerns were brushed off. I don't believe a word of Mr Tang's story. No, Tang, you very much. Um, next she thing... said Tang's, but no Tang's. Tang's for the memories. Yeah, that'll do, I think. No, got one more. You've been tangoed. Um... Next, they shared a £12.80 plate of squid ink spaghetti. A £4.80 side of chips and grilled vegetables for £6.60. Also, it's on St Mark's Square. That's like sitting underneath the Eiffel Tower. So far, this is quite... This is No, that spaghetti sounds all right. £12.80 for spaghetti? That's fine, yeah. But... They were finally brought a pescato misto, or mixed, mixed fish. fish platter, mm-hmm. which featured... A shark, a whole shark. Which featured seven pounds eleven ounces of fresh fish, including mm. lobster, scampi, and sea bass, costing two hundred and sixty-one pounds fifty pence. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute, right? All right. So he said he hadn't ordered this stuff, right? But he ate it. Here we go. Mister Tang, forty from Birmingham, said there had been no price next to the fish. With drinks and service, the total came to £463. There had been no price next to the fish. You're ordering £8 of fish. I mean, lobster's expensive anyway on its own, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Lobsters are... Like, lobsters yeah. Are... And also... <sighs> when I saw the bill, I just thought it was blackmail, Mr Tang said. It's not blackmail, it's paying for services. It's market forces. At least you got to eat, mate. We didn't get to eat anything tonight. And Byron's have just emailed me asking me to describe the waiter. No doubt so they can go and rollick him. That's not happening. It wasn't his fault. Oh, I said, I'm not describing the waiter. You're not, you're not getting me on that one, sunshine. I've never been questioned so much when I've heard a, a, as, I've, as a report of a bad service. Surely they just reply and say, we're very sorry. Have your next meal on us free. Don't they? Let, let us say, we'll send you a gift card for £30. That's what they do, doesn't they? Don't question me. This rate, they're going to charge you for the um... for the emails and the tweets. <laughs> I mean, that manager was feisty. I think he was having a hard yep, time. Yep. When I saw the bill, I just thought it was blackmail. Mister Tang said, "When their card machine didn't work, I was taken out to an ATM." You can tell from their attitude that they have done this before. He has written a letter to Venice's mayor Luigi Brugnaro saying. I do not expect there will be any refund, but I wanted to draw your attention to the behaviour of this business. If you can find Mr Tang, Luke Tang from Birmingham, see if we can get him on tomorrow. He's very strident after the fact, isn't he? Why don't you just say no and not eat it? Why don't you just say, yeah, you either say no or say you ballsed it up, buddy. Or you get up and leave. It is disgraceful and the shame of Venice. In Italian restaurants, fresh fish and meat is often charged by weight, not by dish price, often leading to confusion. Mr Tang said of the platter, I ordered it by pointing at a picture. There you go, you ordered it. Which showed only one portion without any name or price on it. I have to admit, it is my fault I did not check the price. Well then. But I did not expect one and a half lobsters with other fish to cost 300 euros. One and a half lobster. And other fish. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Oh, dear. I didn't want to get my parents nervous. My father has high blood pressure and an idiot for a son. I wasn't going to make the situation worse. 
I'm not asking for a refund. I'm just saying it was just wrong. Just having a moan. The restaurant receives... Oh, here we go. Right, let's find... It's, apparently it gets really bad reviews. What's the name of the restaurant? Trattoria Casanova. There we go. Let's find it on um, TripAdvisor. Is that where you go to find TripAdvisor? Apparently it gets terrible reviews. Let's have a little look. Um, I don't want to check in. Why, is, why can't TripAdvisor just... Why Careful, can't... they'll be charging you. Hey. Trat... How do you spell that? Trat... Toria Casanova. 2.0. There we go. Oh, 547 reviews. All right, so let's read the story, then we'll look at the reviews. The restaurant receives damning reviews online and is in Venice's 100 lowest rated spots on TripAdvisors. More than half the 534 reviews describe it as terrible. Other customers said it was a rip-off and disgraceful, and many mentioning hidden prices. Um... Right, look go at on, this. Go on, go on. Paris, France, yeah. reviewed today. One filled in circle on TripAdvisor. Yes. Thieves, spelt T-H-I-V-E-S. Fair enough, though. Yeah. They're French. Oh. They try to exploit anyone who does not speak Italian, which is over 90% of their customers. I went there just to see if what friends of mine had said was true, and it was actually worse than I expected. All the staff seem to be very well trained in the art of deception. Over the 20 years I've been visiting Venice, it has gotten progressively much worse in the quality of food, service and value for money. It is the only place in Italy where even a simple coffee is bad but grossly overpriced. 12 euros in St Mark's Square, three exclamation marks. The wait, there's another one. The waiters barely spoke English, yet understood us well enough to welcome us, offer seats, explain their favourite dishes. No one explained the hidden charges on how or how high the uh, cost of our bill was worked out. It was much, much higher than the menu indicated. I embarrassed my family and caused a fuss. So on top of the cost of fish, we were charged for extras, such as breadsticks, a small plate of tiny snacks that we did not order. Other plates of food were brought. We told the waiter we hadn't ordered the large spaghetti dish. He smiled, winked and left the food with us. After the main meal, the same water brought us, uh, waiter brought us each a small scoop of ice cream and wafer in a metal dish. Again, a friendly smile and a wink. The ice cream was definitely not ordered. Um, God, go on, read another one. I want to see what okay, hang on, I'm going to see. Bless you. Thank you. My wife and children all got extremely sick from the seafood we ate here. The staff were extremely rude and talked gobbledygook to confuse you over the prices. I believe that was Italian. Yeah. I understand Italian, but didn't let on that I did, which was good, as I heard two of the waiters making racist remarks about a Japanese couple who queries their bill. Wowzers. Um, nasty tourist trap, do not believe prices on their menu, totally inaccurate, measured by weight and not as displayed, bad service, dishonest, come here only if you want to be a victim, it will totally ruin your holiday. What are the excellent ones saying, though? <laughs> Is a nice. Is... <laughs> um, let me just, um, hang on a second. Remember that one. Hang on a second. See an excellent one. Mm-mm. Yes. It, this is very nice restaurants. I like this. Their serves is very good. I suggest all my family member and all my friends. <laughs> Fancy but cheeky restaurant. Lovely restaurant, but wow, cheeky in a good way staff. The waiters were lovely, very flirtatious, which is always a laugh, amused me. Neighbouring tables and especially the grandmas as they loved the attention. So they're, they're pests as well. Lovely atmosphere, even if food may not be to your taste, at least the night will not be a disappointment. What does that mean? I'm trying to call them. I mean, I don't thoroughly think enjoyed the evening and lunch. Let's see if we can call them. There won't be anyone there, but oh, maybe they will. <clears throat> Hello. 
really want to go there. I know. I really want to go there. God, it's, I mean, it, it really does. Um... Well, the people that loved it really loved it. Yes. Hey, this is a bit rum. Go on. One of the people who've written a five-star review have used the same picture as one of the people that wrote a terrible review. Mm. Of, and it's an unusual picture. It's Buffalo. <coughs> oh, well. Hmm. I apologise to Mr Tang, then. It, I, I, it looks like Mr Tang was, um, was, was right. Was not rang. Yeah. It's a little bit near the knuckle there, a little bit near the racist knuckle there. Not at all. Oh, they've... Okay. Well, that was, that was something, wasn't it? Rudely. <laughs> this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000. Skype a Late Night Alternative if um, you so want. Um, what's mm, 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 mm. so, so what else we got? Um, here we go. Colin Fernandez, the uh, Daily Mail science correspondent. Our very favourite. We don't know our own bodies, says Colin Fernandez. When it comes to knowledge of our own body, uh, many of us do not know our adrenal glands from our elbows. In a survey that asked participants to mark on a diagram of the body where various organs were, the only part they they all placed correctly was the brain. Just 15% of us know where our adrenal glands are. The neck. My adrenal glands are here in the neck. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Are you sure? Pretty sure. Do you want me to look it up? No, no, no. Where do you think they are? Show me on me. I'll go go next. Okay, here. Next. Okay. Is that what they um, feel for when you when you're a kid in the seventies no, and they think you've got mumps? No, it's lymph nodes and gl- swollen glands. Yeah, adrenal glands. Yeah, well, is it? Okay, okay. What we're going to do is we're going to draw a, bo- a picture of the body and we're going to uh, we're both so don't show each other what we're drawing. Okay. <laughs> All right, hang on. This is here we go. Let me get a pen. So draw a body. It's a head. I'm drawing a bit of a wonky head there. Well, that's about uh, accurate. Arm, hands. There we go. Arm. Like an outline. Don't, yes, mate. <laughs> what a, a biologically accurate. <laughs> there we go. Looks like Morph got killed on my paper. There we go. And eyes on, doing nice hair. Oh. Cut mouth. All right. So this is my guy. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Octopus man. That's my guy. Mine's quite good. Uh, yours is uh, biologically accurate for you. Okay, so we're going to draw it and then we're going to look. Um, if you want to play this at home, draw a body and then tweet us the pictures once we've finished, okay? Then we'll, we'll see who's... Um, who's right. Uh, who's right. So, adrenal gland. So you've got... So, Put a, uh, an arrow and then the word adrenal glands. Go okay? on. Right. Okay, many... Um, okay. Twen- uh, the spleen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's somewhere around there, isn't it? Oh, the belly button, I think, for actually. Okay. I'll put some the pants there. Go, gallbladder. Uh, well, what if you've had it out? And nearly four in ten of us are unable to point to the heart. 
Well, here's the thing I learned about the heart. Well, I'll tell you afterwards, right. Heart. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Um, okay. Ooh. <clears throat> the prostate gland for men. <laughs> well, I've drawn a lady. She's got small pants on. Okay, fine. Well, but... you can still write up the bum. <laughs> if she had one okay so that's it so if you're playing this at home guys we're looking for adrenal glands gallbladder spleen the prostate and the heart is that it that's the adrenal glands the gallbladder the spleen the prostate the heart okay uh two or two i know we've just had a break we'll have another break get that out of the way so, people, if you're playing this at home, tweet them now, and we'll, we'll reveal the answers. So, just, if you draw on your body, we're looking for adrenal glands, gallbladder, spleen, prostate, heart. Draw your bodies, uh, mark them up, tweet them at Ian Lee, at Flipping Kath, and um, we will let you know if you've passed the GP test or not after this break. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. Okay. L- loads of you have taken part in this competition. Um, we haven't got time to go through all of them, so we'll just use Del Monte's. Who's who's to, the, the, the others? Well, great work. Um, I'm reading a bit more of this story. Just 15% of us know where the adrenal glands are. Many believe they are in the neck rather than next to the kidneys. Well, hang on, are you telling me the kidneys aren't in the neck? <laughs> so, Catherine, I need you... So, um, uh, here's the thing about... I copied you, so I got it wrong. Okay, so we, so it's in the kidneys, which is sort of round the back here, yeah. aren't there? Okay. Can you look up um, the gallbladder, please, as to where that might be? Gallbladder. 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 We're looking up. A gallbladder. Images. Just one location. Here we go. Uh, I've done. I've done it by, by just underneath the belly button. Here. Mm, it's not. Okay. Well, well, let me see where you've done it before you say it, because you'll probably cheat. Why is yours clothed? Gallbladder to well, the she, side. She's not a piece of meat. So you're saying it's on the right hand side of of the person. Yeah. Okay. Where 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 is it? It's actually. On the right-hand side of the person, but it's not... I, I've put it a bit low, but my... It's higher. So, yeah. it, my height is correct, but my location is incorrect. It's about there. I thought the whole body was symmetrical. No. So, if there was something that you only had one of, it would be in the middle. No. Okay. No. Where is the spleen? Your spleen, right. Now, I've said that that is round the back. It was round the back, near the spine. I've put it on the opposite side of the gallbladder, just okay. above your knickers. Okay. Let me check. I've said this is higher... If we win this, do we get um, a licence to practice medicine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That'll be a relief for my patients. Yeah. Uh, spleenage is... Oh. Yeah. Let me just check. Okay. No one's, no one's really listening, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So, your spleen yep. is... <sighs> like, just under your boobs. There we go. Done it. Got it right. Well, your boobs are very low down then. Oh, I'm an old man. I had a, I had a 
correct side. Just miles away. Low down. Yeah, you're down by the hip. Prostate is up the bum. About an inch up the bum. Well, I ain't got one. Now, here's the thing. Where's your heart? Left-hand side up. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. This is the thing. Your heart isn't on your left-hand side. That's a myth. You know, is this, am I right, Sam? I, and I only found this out about two years ago. Your heart's pretty much in the middle. Huh. That is that is nuts. Because we're all told the heart is on the left hand. Isn't it? Isn't it just? Yeah. It's in the middle, isn't it? Well, it makes sense. But we were always told... Sam, come on the microphone. You're typing something. If, if this is relevant... You were told it was up he towards the bodies, left somewhere. Because he's, he's a fit young man. Go on. But you think when you give CPR to someone, yeah. you're, you're doing it on the middle of their chest, aren't you? Yeah. But here's the thing. Maybe this was our generation, the old people. But we were always taught the heart was on the left-hand Just side. Just a bit to the left, yeah. Yeah, uh, we were as well. Um, right. I, only, I think I only learned it because I did lifeguard training, and that was when... But that's... Uh, why would they lie to us like that? I was in the Red Cross. Maybe, they, told I, me the maybe right. we didn't, like, get lied to. It just It's just something that's carried on so over and over and over again. But then this is, this is like uh, how people like Jimmy Savile got away with it. Just uh, hiding in plain sight. We need to... Uh, we, we need to... out. Can you just tweet me now, dear listener, if you did... If you thought your heart was on your left-hand side and not in your middle... It's insane, isn't it, Catherine? Yeah. Absolutely insane. Look. Hey, do you want to know something weird about cats? They're going nuts on Periscope about that. That's a fact. Do you want to know something weird about cats? Um, yeah, go on. Their lungs are above their heart. Um, hang on, where's their heart? And where's their lungs? No, it's not. It's in front of it. No, but their lungs are there. Right. And then a bit lower down, there's yeah. the heart. Yeah, okay, but if you held them up, like a human, it'll yeah. be in the right place. No, no, no. Yes. If they were a human, the f- it should be up here. No, your lungs are here, and your heart is here. Yeah, so it's, but it's underneath it. It's, no, it's, it's not. next to their liver. Oh, it's not, though. They're cats, they're not humans, they're different. Don't tell me it's not, I'm looking at a picture. And look, there's the cat's bum. I've seen the cat's bum. It's like a winking eye. <laughs> Isn't that, that thing about the heart? Literally, I found out about two years ago. In, I was in my 40s when I found out where our heart is. And yet I have had it broken so many times. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, three, four, four, four. I'm not going to give out the number. No one's going to call in the last eight minutes of the show. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Let's see what other fun bits we can have. So what are the ones, what are the glands in your neck then? Lymphs. <clears throat> You don't know, dear. Yeah, I do. I know that stuff. Mirrors, Christmas lights, and even fish tanks can interfere with Wi-Fi signals. I've bought a thing. This is a geeky thing. I've bought because I've got a Mac. Right, we do. We're going to do this rabbit hole and and, and stuff, and, and you can never plug mac hasn't got any connections because steve jobs now that he's a ghost wants everything to be just connected spiritually right so you can't plug the internet into uh david badcock i've had heart surgery surgery even i didn't know where it was you can't plug a mac into the internet well i've bought an adapter so i can plug my mac into the um internet was it pricey six quid oh yeah exactly oh mate i'm gonna have some wicked adventures with that so um and I bought a fancy USB microphone that people recommended, a Yeti Blue, or a Blue Yeti. Um, so I'm going to... You're fully equipped. Fully equipped. 
Mirrors, Christmas lights, and even fish tanks can interfere with Wi-Fi signals. In Wow. This story is written by someone called Megan Sheets. Oh. Uh, this is just an unusual name, isn't it? Megan Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit like, like a Mexican saying Sheets. <laughs> my uh, mother-in-law um, is Greek. Would, uh, one of my favourite things when I first uh, met her was uh, getting her to um, describe how she would make the bed. Mm-hmm. I take the duvet off, I take the shits off, I put the clean shits on, I put the duvet on. My, um, one of my best mates, Sonia, is Spanish, and um, we spent a very fun evening playing, um, I can't remember what we were playing, like board games or something, when we were kids. And we had a great deal of fun um, working out that sheet is not she. You are a sheet. Yeah. You you are sheeting. Yes. Okay. Now you're just but being gratuitous. Say, so, so we spend this whole time. She you can tell it. why I haven't got an offcom and she has. She would say, "Okay, now I think I have it. Sheet tramposo, sheet mierda." <laughs> Again, I can only apologise, and I hope offcom. Um, I know it's my name above the door, but she is the producer, so. I hope that she gets that. Um, Alex, if you want to uh, phone them up tomorrow, there's one for you. We're giving you one on a plate, buddy. Giving you one on a plate. Instead of buying new equipment, households could speed up their connections by moving their router. In the the family house, um, the router is in the main bedroom. Oh. Underneath the bed. Well, it was underneath the bed. Then I bought a longer cable, and it's I just because. I wouldn't like to have it going under my no, bed. No, well, it's not going through your. Um, it's on the bedside table now. Um, but going it was. Your head. It was just how they, the people before, had set it up in this weird way. So it means you can't plug the computer or the printer directly into it. It's, oh, it's a f- the internet there is absolutely shocking. My, Windows, microwaves, baby monitors, and large groups of people can cause interference that makes it harder to get online. Come on, this has just been made up by internet providers to cover the fact that their internet service is rubbish. Two in go, fi- oh, have you got a mirror? Have you got a fish tank? Two in five households suffer from a slow internet connection, according to a survey by post office. But half of them had no idea how easy it might be to do something about it. That is rubbish. It's because your internet guys, not just necessarily you, the post office, but everybody's, your, your internet is crap crap this is 2017 in uh, great britain and your internet is crap instead 12 percent of households said they'd gone as far as buying new devices yeah i did that i bought those plugs you can plug it in and so the wi-fi goes through the electricity thing we are increasingly reliant on the internet so many aspects of our lives it's therefore important we can trust it said meredith sharples managing director of oh jeez However, 40% of the public told us they suffer from a slow internet connection, have had their connection drop at random times, and experience a poor Wi-Fi connection in certain rooms. We also learned that many are not aware of the simple steps they can take to ensure their home is optimised to receive the best broadband connections possible. Experts recommend plugging the Wi-Fi router into the master socket, usually found where the phone line enters the home. Incorrect. Alternatively, you could get a life. This reduces the likelihood of domestic wiring. The internet now in the house is absolutely shocking. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I've never, I've never been anywhere that's had good internet. Not certainly not in this country. Mine is good, but it, I do worry that it's so good. It's you know passing through my head and all my vital organs all the time. So it's probably not doing me any good in the long run. No, but then it's doing the um, radio waves have been passing through your. Um, 
head for years. Mm. And I, I'm apparently fine. Well, no, you're a, you're, a, you're an idiot. Yeah. I haven't had any calls this hour. What's people's beef? I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do the last three minutes of the radio. If people, people aren't prepared to interact. I'm not prepared to. I'm not prepared to. I said to her, I am going to retire. Who's that? That fellow. Remember. What fellow's that? Um, Spendlove. Oh, Richard Spendlove. Jeez. Fair play. I mean, they got rid of him at last. They've been trying to get rid of him for ages, but they did do it, as the BBC do, in a cack-handed way. What's Tony Hall said he's going to do with BBC Local Radio now? Do basically what we tried to do for four years and then got booted out for Stop treating it like it's something for old people, because old people don't think they're old, and actually... 50-plus is not old, so stop talking to them like they're on the last Well, we always said, when we were there, um, first of all, we said, with people in their 60s, right, they they were listening to the Beatles and the Stones, you know, so they're, you know, they're that generally... They don't want to hear but also, But also, it doesn't have to be, why are we doing a radio station and making it out for old people? Why why not try and attract younger people? Because, kiss here's the thing, older people die. You know, you, 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 your audience is dying off, literally. Why not try and attract younger people? The other idea we had was that um, just make it good and then all sorts ah, of people will listen yes, to it. yes, that was it. Just that, make it interesting, make it entertaining. It. But um, they didn't want to listen. Yeah, he's done it on a, on a post-it note there. So I was, I was he's done it on a post-it but note. But Del Monte, I couldn't work out why his picture was raised and it's on a post-it pad. Oh, wow. <clears throat> OK, well... We're kind of done here. I'll read this. And then there'll be silence for a minute. Or, you know, the sound of me derigging the studio. Getting out. It's the get out, as they say in theatre. This has been The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. If you want to watch us taking the studio apart, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Back tonight at ten. Until then, from us, here's us packing up. The joy of having Chelsea boots now is I can just... Slip them on. Slip them on. Do you need a shoehorn for that? Um, no. What's the date today? The 8th? No, 9th now, but the 8th was when we started. Pardon me. I'm, um, apart from this important meeting I've got tomorrow, I'm not going to say, and um, my also my pension meeting, I'm not going to speak tomorrow. Promise? Just save my voice. Okay. That's yeah, right. Can you give me a lift to my hotel? Uh, Please. <laughs> Please give me a lift to my hotel. Okay. Thank you. But you're not allowed to speak in my car. Hey! I'm not allowed to turn my car to freezing either. Okay. I like it toasty.